The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Three beers later. Okay. Episode 97. Yeah, you just said it. You should know. We are inching closer to 100. Ooh. Everyone's going to be really excited for it. It's yeah. They're it's, not we're building. Quite the buzz around town. We're building for, for episode it. 100. Uh, Everywhere I go. We have a lot to share with you guys. People tonight. say, "When's that coming? Is it this week? Is it next week?" It's not. It's October 30th. There you go. Join us at White Home Brewing. Uh Jake is here. One. Jake Bogus. Welcome back. He's about to talk into the microphone. It's going to be recorded for the first time in like a long time. Yeah, I think it's been about uh, six years, at least six years wow. since I've been here. Very nostalgic. I noticed the floors are dirtier. What have yeah. you done? <laughs> what have you, you know done? What? Oh, last winter was rough on the floors. Was it? it last really, winter? Yeah, it was so snowy the entire winter. It got really muddy in here. Would you? Uh, and we never got them cleaned. Would you at all be interested in, you know, I just needed a third party to weigh in on this. Sure. But I've always pitched this to Mark. That we just take a week off okay. at some point, probably during the summer. From the day job you're talking. From the day we job. We take plenty okay. of d- and weeks just off from this. fix everything. Yeah. no, I Fix everything. I think that's great. Like, I'm a teacher now, and we call that the summer, where you go, <laughs> you go home, and you just, you just lay on your couch. Right. You watch uh, Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, if you have a two-year-old. Nice. And you if you si- don't. You, you sip on, and if you don't, yeah, maybe. I mean, you're just looking for some emotional help. Um, and you... And you just sip on coffee, and uh, lunchtime you cut up hot dogs and uh, Marcos, Mark yeah, and cheese. Yeah, mac, is there how much mac and cheese? Is mac there? and cheese. Oh, there's a lot. You know the big boxes with eight of them in it. Yeah, yeah, those are regularly on the that's grocery Tuesday. list. Yeah. yeah, that's Tuesday. <laughs> yeah. So uh, no, that's the summer where we go home, we regroup, we we get to think about all the creative things that we need to do, and we need to fix for the next year, recharge the batteries. I really do think there's something to... I would love it. No, 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 but hear, hear me out. Okay. I think there's something to... Good luck selling this to your boss. I know. Well, I've Just had no luck. Radio, radio host, especially for Husker football and in Lincoln, taking the summer off. Recharge. I mean, because you know how hard it is to generate topics in May, June, and July. Oh, I do. Oh, I do. Oh, but you get to goof around so much. That is fun. It's, yeah. yeah, but we also goof around a, an appropriate amount during That's the true. season. There are as the well. other nine months of goofing. So maybe a, a, a break from goofing. Hmm. We could all use a break from goofing as well. Just a break from whatever we're doing all the time. I don't know. And that's what vacations are for, and people take vacations all the time in the summer. That's what that's what but I mean for here in particular, we just there's just a lot of stuff that builds up. This doesn't work. That doesn't work. The floors are dirty. The walls have holes in them. Uh, Why do the walls have holes in them? I, the walls don't have <laughs> holes in them. That was just made up. The walls have weird. <laughs> the walls look well, like something was duct taped in my office well, for a long time, which that's because I can't something explain that. was duct taped in your office for a long time. So but, what about what about making a list? Are you a list maker? I would love. Yeah, we should make a list of all the things that are wrong. Mm-hmm. And what, that, for, to what end? Just yeah. to present it. 
Or are you gonna? Oh, yeah. Are we gonna fix the things uh, on the list? I'm building a case. Build, building <laughs> yeah. a case. Wait, oh, okay, so this is the case for taking a week off. Yeah, because we need to fix these things and paint everything. Also, you could do that without this taking the week nice. off. This looks nice. I mean, that wall's a little crappy, but I mean, for the most part, it's still <laughs> the looks... red wall's still red. Yeah, the red wall is unbelievable. It is pristine. It is. I mean, it looks like it hasn't been touched. These are the same TVs that were in here six, seven years ago as well. Is this standard def? Behind you, uh, so it's it's now no longer satellite. We're streaming. Oh, uh, and especially when you've got multiple TVs going, it gets a yep. little sluggish. Yeah, Our, I mean, you guys have both cut the cord, right? Like you have internet TV at home. Yes, I live with my parents. <laughs> hey, let's <laughs> Hepper, let's talk for a little bit. Here. <laughs> I, a lot, ha- a lot must have happened since since uh... I fought on hard times. <laughs> Uh, nothing wrong with living with your parents. Yeah, uh, no, it's great. Many cultures do this. Um, <laughs> not ours so not, often. But they have cut the cord. Have they? Good. I previously, about a month ago, did not because I got a sweet deal with my apartment and it was only like 40 bucks a month. And I was like, this is great. I get cable. I get internet. It's only 40 bucks a month. Yeah, no, I, it was about three years ago. It was such a surreal thing when, I, okay, so I got PlayStation View. I got the Amazon Fire Stick. I turn on BTN, and there it was, the Big Ten Conference Championship for baseball. It was on my TV, and I was like, wait, this is so weird. Like, the internet is streaming on my TV, Yeah, and uh, I'll never go back. Anybody who has... Sorry if uh, you have sponsors for the show, Mark. No, nope, we don't. Uh, nobody. Yeah, sorry, four people. Four Sponsor people. Us. Sorry, I mean, like, DirecTV, Dish, Spectrum, whatever it is. I, I, people are insane if they're still going with that. I don't know why anyone ever had Dish, but a lot of people had Dish. I mean, I, what's the kick there? I mean, why, why would you get it now or ever? Ever? I don't. I mean, I don't know the As difference between Dish cable. and Directv. Oh, you mean just satellite? Yeah. Opposed to cable? Yes. Because you get sweet intro deals. Yeah. See, the Directv. I got a free year Sunday ticket. Yeah. And that's yeah. why I was like, all right, yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. That's or, worth it. This is the first year. It'll be like twenty five bucks, and then it'll jack it up to sixty for a year too. Yeah. But and then you're on the phone for an hour, <laughs> right? Right, but they they bring it back down. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's the rigmarole you had to go through every time you they jacked up your price, and it always worked. I remember when I that really works. You could talk them down. Oh yeah, yes. They, they'll, they'll threaten to quit. Just be like, I'm, I'm out. I'm they will done. transfer you to customer retention. Yep, that's exactly right. And you'll get a sweetheart deal. I remember when I they do it for internet too. When I uh, got rid of Windstream and went over to Allo, I it was. 20, 30 minutes on the phone with the guy, and, and it was it was it was deal or no deal. You know, it was like, all right, well, here's the deal. What do you yep. think? You gonna push the button? <laughs> all like, right, all right. You said no. Now hang on. What if? Yeah. At what point do you stop? At, at what point do you stop? You know, going down. That 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 was the big part for me. Was my bill went from ninety dollars to ninety three fifty to ninety six <laughs> right. to ninety nine, and I'm like. And I would call in. I'd be like, hey, listen, I don't want to sound stingy, but you charge me $3 more. What are these extra fees? Oh, that's that uh, 7% deal you had last year. It expired. And I'm like, you know what? Screw this. I'm done. Like, I'm just, I'm done calling. I'm done getting the bill raised for reasons I don't know. And now I have view. And then they're just like, okay, we'll take you down to 50? Well, yes. like we I, can just yeah. do that. Yes. They'll, they'll, they'll try to, you know, butter you up a little bit. Mm. But honestly, the, <laughs> the interaction with people is what, made me want to cut the cord. I was like, sure. Because the internet TV, it's like, if I want to cancel PlayStation View tonight, it's three clicks and I'm done. That's true. And the other really great thing is uh, Red Zone's $10 a month 
Uh, and I just have that, you know, August through December. Then I'm done with it. That's nice. It is. View has that, huh? View has it. Ten oh, bucks. Didn't know. Yeah. I got YouTube TV. Would you uh, be interested in Red Zone? Nope. I was going to say. Feel, <laughs> I haven't watched a regular season NFL game in three years. That's no, crazy. I don't, I don't care. Wow. You're not, you're not an NFL guy at all, huh? Uh, Not so much a sports guy, you know? I know I lied okay. to you in, in that interview where More of a you, bacon I had guy. to tell you how I was a sports guy. But Mark lied to me. Wow. I, uh, well. Okay. I had forgotten about it, Mark. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to bring up these <laughs> memories. Uh, by the way, Jake uh, interviewed me for day job purposes six years ago. Yeah. And then quit. By the way, by then quit. quit. Jake, great job though, because I mean, if you don't hire like Mark is basically the only person left except except for Sorensen. Sorensen, Tom. Okay, so Tom. There, there's a couple people who's who are still hung left over. I mean, those two are OGs, right? Sorensen and Tom are OGs. Yeah, I'm trying. Uh, <laughs> your tech guy. I mean, that's, no, right, right. <laughs> that's yeah, about we'll, it. We'll, we'll not name him. Yes, yeah. uh, <laughs> that's it though. We know him. Uh, or her. See what they say when you or them. Yeah. <laughs> When you when you get out of radio, or if you go into broadcasting, you're like, "Ah, eh, it's not for me." The thing you do next is you sell insurance, and uh, huh. I mean, I yeah, like I was so many say people be a communications director in the public sector somewhere. Uh, that's okay. what I see. Okay, I just insurance. know a lot of people. Doesn't doesn't Lanny sell insurance, or he did for a little while? Yeah, and then he was like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then he dipped out. Yeah, now he's in law school and went to Colorado to become a lawyer. So he's in Colorado. Yes. In Denver? Denver University, yeah. yeah. Laney is a law school student? First yeah. semester law kid right now. Yeah, he's a co-ed. I just, <laughs> I just imagine Laney like, looking over the Constitution or a book of law <laughs> while listening to Led Zeppelin in a library in Denver. And I just, just this amazing picture. But just enjoying the hell out of life. Yeah. yeah. He is happy, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. he's, he's climbed so many mountains already and, Maybe. and drinking all the beers. Maybe that is what people in broadcasting who get out of it do because Grub, Will Grub. He's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. Yeah. Mm. So you get out, you're good at talking to people, you're good at talking on the air, and then you get to help people sue people. Well, we were talking about how you are a teacher now, and there's not, yeah. not so many differences, and we can talk about that a little bit. Sure. But I assume being in the courtroom, and that's a small part of what a lawyer does, but sure. being in the courtroom, kind of the same thing. Yeah. You're standing there, you've got an audience, you're performing, you're putting on the show, it's you know, stakes are a little higher than anything we do. I feel. I feel if you, if you asked a lawyer how much time they actually pontificate in a courtroom, sure. in front, they'd be like, "I've actually never done that." I've seen Boston <laughs> Legal; they yeah, all do yeah. it. Yeah, James Spader makes uh, a great monologue. Yeah, I, I just, I feel like a, being a lawyer would be boring and monotonous, and sitting and reading and writing all day. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what attracted Laney to it. He wants to. Uh, represent musicians. Okay. Which I don't know how easy that is to break oh, into. Well, he's always had the take of Spotify should not exist. Sure. Yep. He hates, he hates yeah, he, wa- he wants to go take on big music. Because he, he wants everybody to be able to just sell their own albums. Okay. Like, he's just like, that's the only way that music should work. He's he's very, he, he's really principled on that. Old soul. Yes, definitely. Um. So, how did, I mean, like, I don't even know how the music industry works. Like, if I, I have, have no Amazon idea. Music and Spotify, I mean, I have Amazon Music, but like, if the artist signs to be on Amazon Music, I'm assuming they're getting some of the pay, right? Uh, they're obviously getting some money. Yeah, but it's, yeah, I mean, it's fractions of pennies every time that comes. You need up. a record deal. You need a you need a you label. need a record deal. And what I what I'd always heard um, before was that 
artists went on tour mostly for fun, but the radio paid the bills. And, yeah. and from what I hear now, it's it's completely flipped because they get so little radio money. They get so little streaming money that that's the only reason anyone does tours anymore is because they, they need to make money. some money. Yeah, but don't, don't you have more respect for the... Uh, I don't want to call it like indie rockers, but just the people, the groups that aren't as mainstream that put out good music that just want to tour. I mean, like live music with a beer in your hand is one of the best experiences ever. And when you can go to a place like the Bourbon or the Waiting Room in Omaha and you can just stand on the floor and be within 20 feet of a musician, I feel like that's it's, a pretty incredible it's experience. definitely very cool. It's yeah. a very personal experience. Yeah, right? I mean... It's, I appreciate that part of it. Me too. And it, that to me is better than going to... A Taylor Swift concert and sitting in the thir- in the upper bowl. I agree. You know, I just feel like it, it, it means a lot more. Although I did, I was very uh, like I, I was. I, I bought day of when I found out Justin Timberlake was here. Yeah, I was like, I'm going. I'm Wait, going. so he was here. Or he is coming. He, now? he was here. Okay. Yeah, he was in here. Omaha. Yeah, in okay. Omaha. Okay. And I was like, in like I didn't have any plans to go to Omaha. I was like, oh, Justin Timberlake's here. Was it a great show? We're going. Yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was in March. It was right around the flood thing. And he did something for the... Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was... Yeah, th- that whole thing. It was great. But I'm with you on that. I- I'd rather have it be more of a personal experience. How personal? How intimate is too intimate? Uh, I need more than 20 people. Yeah. More than 20 people. Yeah. Uh, otherwise, it's like... Uh, it- it's awkward. I don't want to make eye contact <laughs> with the musician. No, yeah, you know? exactly. exactly. I don't I don't want him singing to me. Yeah, right. but, I- but also, I'm pretty tall. Right. And uh, those intimate concert settings can be a struggle for me because I, I want to get closer, but then I also have to like look at the girls behind me and be like, Hey, if I, if you can't see over me, just tap my shoulder and let me know. And, or you're gonna have to move. Uh, You've been a lot them? Of- you tell them in advance. I do. Like, hey, I tall. really do. I do. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> hey, I don't know if you noticed. I'm a lot taller than you. Uh, I'm going if, to, if, I might have to move. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, I do. I do enjoy going to see those rock shows at, um, you know, smaller venues like that. Just a more intimate setting. Back when you were able to do those things and you weren't a parent. Yeah, very true. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like the benefit of living with your parents, Connor, <laughs> is that uh, on a on a Thursday night, if you you know find out a band is in Omaha or here at the Bourbon or something, or you can just you can just pick up and go. But like, if there's a show I want to go see in February, um, that is a huge event in my life. It's like. I have to I have to make sure my wife isn't going to work. I have to yeah. okay it with her in-laws that like if she's on call with her work then maybe they could watch the kid and now it's it's just it's almost more work than it's worth. There's no spur of the moment deals anymore, right? Yeah. Uh rarely. Yeah. yeah. This is a mini vacation for me. That's what I was telling Mark. Mm-hmm. Like just to come into this studio with terrible carpet and to sip on beer this and is talk the good for 2 carpet hours in the building. What are you talking about? <laughs> what happens when it like so what about when your kid turns like 12 and you're just like, yeah, stay at home. It's fine. Uh, like, what do you mean? Like, will I stay at home? Yeah. No. What? Do you, yeah. I mean, will, will isn't you there go more, more freedom for, for me? Yeah. I hope so. Um, <laughs> but, but like crossing your fingers for 10 you, years from now, yeah, yeah, but you also, you also want your kid to enjoy some of the same things you do. You're not going to force it on them, but like I have a daughter. Um, I don't know how keen she would be on going to watch, you know, the Raiders play the chiefs in Kansas city. Um, but would she go to a Nebraska basketball game with me? Probably. Sure. I hope so. So that, I mean, I guess that's the difference. And also when they're 12, I mean, I teach middle schoolers. Um, I'm super pumped for that age. Uh, my wife is not. So like my wife is loving, uh, like when we're changing diapers, when we're, you know, (laughs) giving the kisses before bedtime and, uh, 
she loves all that. And as my daughter, the older she gets, my wife's like, I, I, just, I don't know what to do with her. <laughs> what, do you, what do we do for fun? And I'm like, this is the fun time. Like, I literally she raced my... Stuff. Yeah, I raced my daughter down the sidewalk a few hours ago, like, 10 times. And I have never run slower in my life. <laughs> but it was a hell of a time. Yeah. And right. I was like, well, like, this is fun. This girl is laughing. We're having a good time. We're outside. And uh, it's a lot better than her just laying in a crib, sleeping or pooping her pants. Mm -hmm. You know, like, I, I enjoy the toddler stage and when they're getting a little bit older. Mm. Mark, you second that? As a parent of an 11-year-old. Now, I, everything you've experienced, I didn't experience. We, uh, okay. We, okay. We adopted when my daughter was three. So everything you've done, yeah. we haven't done. We're getting close, though. You're getting there, yeah. yeah. We, we almost have shared experiences. Uh, my daughter is 11. She's a fifth grader. And we're getting to the point where she wants nothing to do with us already. Uh, like, okay. we're, we're to the point where, hey, how was school? It's good. Ooh. Oh, what'd you do? Not much stuff. Oh, so, uh, so uh, like, what'd you learn? Math. <laughs> Do you at all, all right, cool. See you tomorrow. Do you at all <laughs> yeah. blame yourself for not being cool? Come on. No. No. <laughs> I've already thought about that. Like it I does, so yeah. it does, what you're saying is it doesn't matter how cool you are, no. your your kid's never gonna want to hang out with you. Uh at age correct. twelve. Correct. They don't really I I mean No, if I if I catch her off guard and like we find ourselves having fun and she doesn't realize it. Yeah. But it's like as soon as it's done, back to brooding. Uh, now sure. how do you, this is what I'm terrified. Of. You said you have a daughter, Mark. Mm -hmm. Okay. Here's, here's what I'm most terrified about because in middle school, I teach eighth graders. So these are 13 and 14 year olds. And at that age, I feel like boys are a lot easier to raise than girls because girls are just, they're just fucking mean to each other. Like they're, oh yeah, they're, they're just backstabbing each other. They're calling each other names behind. I mean, and, and not only is it that, but then they hold grudges. For weeks at a time. And this isn't meant to be sexist. I've seen these things play out. You know, Johnny and Jimmy are fighting at school. The next day, they're buddies again. Mm -hmm. Okay. But Sandy and Kylie, they they are beefing. And then... Uh, it's ugly. Yeah, it is. And guess who had... You know, Sandy can't be in this class today because Kylie's right next... You know, we just can't do this. Ugh. And see, that that's what I'm terrified about, having a daughter, is that first day she comes home and she's in tears and she's like, oh, you know, Sandy called me fat. And she goes... I'm just like, I don't, I don't know what to do. I'm... Yeah. I'm because girls are mean. And it girls starts are mean. early. It does. I think it was second grade the first time that happened. It starts early. Can we just be nice? You know, like that's that's the tough thing about middle school. Can we just? I mean, you dude, know? dudes are just as mean, but then you they know, are. You I punch, like they, punch the guy in the yeah. arm and you keep moving. Yeah, and it, you, and you know who you can mess with and yeah. who you can't. I think when you're a boy right. at that age. Yeah. Uh, also, um, I got I. This is a a long time ago, uh, maybe like a year ago. Um, I believe on Twitter, and it's always such a, an incredible feeling when Connor Happer likes one of your tweets. Um, <laughs> it, I was this is true. I was uh, I tweeted something about middle school slang, and um, the 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 thing I think I tweeted was something about um, they don't speak broke. If you don't have AirPods, you say like I don't speak broke. <laughs> God, and so <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, okay, God. so you liked it, but I, I I came here and I was like, well, if we're gonna talk about you know my job now. I, I legitimately learned some new slang today. Oh, great. Yeah. And so I was hoping I could you, share So you told you. your kids, you were like, I'm going on this podcast tonight. <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> Help me be hip and cool, guys. <laughs> so, so, like, we're in class today, and um, I can't remember the exact scenario, but we were talking about other teachers in the building, and we were talking about my classroom and this girl named uh, Abby. She goes, oh, Mr. Bogus, don't worry about it. Your class is slapping. <laughs> and I was like... 
slapping, and then a few kids started laughing. I'm like, you got. I was like, you got to fill me in on this. Like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? And she like slapped your hands, and she's like, you're slapping, man. It's cool. <laughs> Don't she's you get like, it, you idiot? Yeah, you're slapping. <laughs> if something's slapping, it's cool. You're the slaps. Yeah. And so I thought that you're was the cool. Slaps. Yeah. And then the other one they taught me was uh, this is the next. This is in the afternoon. Um, these kids caught another kid in a lie, and they say, bro, you're capped. You're capping. And I was like, cap. I've never heard. Yeah, cap. I learned cap. You know this one? I, I Have we talked about, about this one? I've learned about cap. None of yeah. this sticks with me. Yeah, so they always say no cap, and that means no lie. Yeah. I, I, no I, cap. What is it? But, like, how did, how did we get there? Um, I can't remember. Oh, but <laughs> I, well, I got it. I got a computer. Yeah, Urban Dictionary. We'll, we'll figure this out real quick. But, yeah, so they, when, when, a, when a kid is lying, the kids will call him out and be like, you're capping, or that's a cap. Whereas two years ago, if you did something really stupid, that's a neck. A neck. Yeah. So like if if uh, if I if I ask my kids in history class, if I'm like, okay, who can name one state that borders Nebraska? And a kid says Omaha, um, <laughs> there'll be kids that'll be like, oh, dude, that's a neck. You know, like that was really <laughs> that was so stupid to say. Academic burn. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like if you say something that foolish, it's huh. a neck. Do you what know, do you got? Do you know why? That one? No, I don't. Me? I don't. But I, I do know there was a uh, like once in a while in our building. I have a feeling I'm going to start something here at the ticket now. <laughs> um, like when people aren't looking, this is usually boys. They'll come up behind them and they'll slap them in the back of the neck really hard. Okay. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Necking them. Okay. Which okay. when I was in middle school, necking was something totally different. Right. Yeah. Which they they laugh at. Um. So apparently. Uh, that sounds very 50s, by the way. Necking. Yeah, necking. That sounds very it 50s. Does. Yeah. Uh, rich homie Quan has the answers. <laughs> As always. If you've heard of the term no cap on social media in the past few months or so and wondered where it came from, we have just the answer for you. Naturally, it comes from Atlanta and the best person to break it all down, rich homie Quan. The definition of cap is equivalent to lies, Quan says. Cap is equivalent to flex. So every time you hear or see somebody say no cap, they're basically telling you no lie. Well, we know that. But, but, why? Yeah, but why? Why the word cap? Uh, I don't. I It's unclear. It's still unclear. <clears throat> somebody told me once, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess that kind of makes sense. So you had heard of it? I had I had heard of it. Okay. The, uh, the, Croots, the Croots do no cap all okay. the time. Uh, okay. The Croots and the football players, stuff like that. Okay. Connor, you're still rocking a Yahoo email, huh? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. I've only had one email my whole life, except for my work email. Oh, you're up to two. I'm up to two. Nice. Second email. So I'm the- really impressed that this is your email address then. Why? Because it's not. Yep. I l- knew. Little Ginger Gangsta e- yep. 2574. I don't know when I created this, but it had to have been around the time that we're talking about uh, middle school in that range. Yeah. I, just, I you thought this is going to be on a resume. Someday. What was it? Even in that moment, I just went for Connor Happer at Yahoo.com. Wow, you are the Connor Happer. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. The yes. first. Yeah. The only. And Apparently, yeah. Yeah, so I didn't go with, uh, you know, I mean, sport, it, it took sport you until two years ago to be at Connor Happer on Twitter. Sporty Boy 12. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't go with that. I decided to just keep it real. Keep it normal. Good for you. How'd you know that I was... Uh, oh, I, I, I got an, an email that referenced your email. So what are we going to do with these? How are we going to? So since we have Patreon, Patreons now, we have patrons. We have patrons from Patreon. Yeah, we uh, we 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 gotta we gotta shout them out on air. 
That's part of the deal. That's what they. That's they what they paid, paid for. Yeah. Um. So here's what I get. Oh yeah, because Connor is our. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to shout you out. Yeah. This yet. is not my shout out. Right. This is not count. <laughs> uh, but Connor is our newest patron. Thank I, you. I, uh, does that count as your heartfelt thank you? I'm supposed to get a heartfelt thank you message, an on-air shout-out when you join, and early access to sign up for any 3BL events. Yeah. Example, unmarked white van beer tours. Yeah, I, I, I was following that on Twitter. That That's an excellent idea. Thank you. Did it go well? It went great, yeah. Connor didn't show. A few others didn't show. Yeah, he But had, those of us who went... I was busy. It was a fantastic day. You were not. <laughs> I wasn't. You had a... Uh, you had food poisoning the last time that we scheduled this. Yes. I. Uh, what did I eat? Oh, we couldn't decide whether it was Runza or... What? Why? Why? Stadium Vals. I don't oh, know. Oh, because we had just taped... We had taped the, um, the other podcast, the Beer 30. Okay. And I went out... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You and went I, to... Uh, and I, I, I went to... The place with the dirty taps. The place with the dirty taps. <laughs> it's Longwell's. <laughs> downtown had some beers i thought they tasted good at the time and i had long been critical of it i was like mm. guys why are we going to Longwells? what are we doing their beers suck because their taps are screwed up and i drank it and i was like oh wait we're back these are good and then i think they poisoned me wow so that was that was a bad deal hey can you Okay, so I've never had I food poisoning. That night, That's what I was saying. Was it was it like just? Uh, I mean, let's get some detail here. Were you was yeah. puke and poop coming out both ends, and you were just having the time of your life? Yeah. So it wasn't uh, puke and poop out of both ends. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that, both that's... out of both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> were... It was a rough night. <laughs> that was. Yeah. That's gonna be a record. There's no that. way that I was. I, I I thought the first one, like I had got home and I had a couple beers. And I had some stuff to eat, and I was like, it's not just, it's just not sitting well. And I puked. And I thought it was like a combination of me being kind of drunk and then also just my stomach being weird. So I was yeah, like, yeah. okay, one is, one is enough. Sure. Um, but I couldn't believe that it was happening because it just came up so fast. Like I didn't feel bad or anything like that. Um, and then it just kept on happening. Yeah. And I was like, uh oh, this is, this is something that's, that's happening right now. Yeah. I came into work the next day. Because we taped the recruiting hour early, Ooh. and I was like, "No, <laughs> I can't, I cannot do this." And then I went home. Gosh, well, good for you for for knowing. Yes, was he like white as a ghost? He uh, was just quiet. <laughs> which <laughs> that's how you know. Yeah, that's how you know. Yeah, uh, I did have to convince him, Connor. Like, this is why you have sick days. Go home. Thank you. And yeah, and he did, but. I felt bad because that wasn't the first time we had canceled on you. No, it's fine. Right. Uh, third time's the charm. I'm here. <laughs> I felt like maybe there was some, uh, not rite of passage, but like this dude quit at the ticket. Mm. And so like, let's so just continue to prank him. him. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, I pulled in like at 620 and there was nobody here. <laughs> and I was like, this is one hell of a way to tell me that you don't want me here anymore. I felt, I felt bad for sending the message again. So I just didn't, you know? <laughs> figure it out <laughs> i'm telling you i'm all about good pranks like even if you prank me i'm like good work like that good for you like if, if nobody would have shown up here tonight and if i would have like if i would have dm'd you on twitter and you would have never responded i would have been like that is 
damn good. Like that is a great. That's a great it's way. Super mean. Kids, it is super mean. The kids call that ghosting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. yeah. He no ghosted cap. me. Yeah. No cap. <laughs> no cap on that one. Whew. So I we have a list of people that we need to uh, thank. Shout out this evening. They've gotten their heartfelt thank yous. What do you three think, out of the four anyway? What do you think these should consist of? What? I, mean, oh, what, I don't know. You you've you've asked to be the shout outer, the shouter outer, the, the, the like giver you, of shouts. You're better at heartfelt stuff. Yeah, that's why I did the heartfelt thank yous. Oh, the, the oh, two, two I'm the shout outer. You you do the shouting. I do the okay. Hearting. So do I need to like say something personal about these people? Like thanks or 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 just no, like that was all in the heartfelt. This is just a shout out. Have you never listened to the radio in the mid nineties? Okay. All right, I think I got this. Shout out to uh, James in Colorado, who is a patron, and uh, thanks for your patronage. Appreciate it. Five bucks. He's up to ten. <laughs> you, Ooh, so, are you supposed to say how much they donate? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Five bucks makes James seem like a cheap piece of shit. What is he on? He, he, uh, ten. That's not. It's that's not nothing. A, he went with custom tier. Custom what? tier. Oh, there's only three choices. I know. Look at this. I know. I didn't know custom tier was a thing, but James is up to ten because he went custom tier. Wow. So what does he get with? Nothing extra. Oh, wow. Okay, just went for it. Just went for the 10. Uh, shout out to James. Great job. Uh, it was. Uh, it is nice of you to send all the beers that you have sent. You suppose those are going to stop now? Did I blow it? Did, James, I take it back. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, My bad. No, we're doing great, I think. This is this is going well. I'll just be the shout out guy every week. <laughs> okay. And I'll be As the guy who makes get, fun of them. We're going to get new people every week. Shout out to Nyla. Who has donated and is and is patronizing us? She basically came up with this idea. That's true. She pushed for this for a long time. The the patreoning. Great to see you at at the uh, tailgate on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Wow, that was special. That was actually kind of heartfelt. And uh, stay in your lane, man. That yeah, you're right. Shout out to Nyla. <laughs> uh, shout out to Josh Tweederson. Who probably can't hear this right now because he's listening and it's too fast. <laughs> hey, can I say can I say something to Josh right now? Yes, yeah. I've never met Josh, and um, I think Josh was at the J school. Um, at the tail end of me at the J school is when he was kind of coming in, and <clears throat> this is back in the day when um, well, this is this sounds like it's going to be good. No, it is because I I would be interested to hear what Josh has to say about has to say about this. I can't remember Josh if. When I was working at the ticket and when I was co-hosting with Ba, like how how seriously a place like 1620 takes competition. But like we were instructed like, hey, you know, 1620, that's who you're competing with. Fuck off. 1480, you know, fuck off too. Like that's yeah. who you're competing Everybody with. Everybody fuck off. Everybody fuck off. Like we, we're doing our thing and that's when, when, the, when those ratings come out, we need to we need to beat them. And so I, I mean, like I was just a soldier doing as I was told mm-hmm. and like, all right, like we're, we're not going to acknowledge those people and like yada, yada, yada. We're going to try to have better interviews, better show. And, uh, now, and thank God it is this way. Like I see you guys interact on Twitter and I'm like, okay, thank you that you, that you have lightened this mood of this intense fun sports talk radio Super competition for, yeah. no, for no reason. For I, I guess I understand it. Like I, I mean, you're all in it for the same reasons. You're trying to get sponsors for your shows, and you're trying to make money, and you're trying to have fun entertaining people. That's it, right? 
Mostly the money thing. Yeah, yeah. mostly the money. Uh, mostly the money. No, but I, it, it's it's one of those deals, and I think this we've talked about this with breweries. We've talked about this with podcasts, and I think it goes for sports radio too, where a rising tide raises all ships, right? Yeah. Like, like if yeah. people are into sports radio, they're into sports radio. That's and right. It doesn't have to be you or me. It can be us. Yeah, we have many people who listen to both of our shows. And, yeah, and they happen at the same time. But that would be blasphemous if I were to if I were to ever um like say. To, like if I, if I find out a person uh, it wins something at the ticket and they come in and like, hey, enjoy your show. And uh, I'm also listening to 1620. We'd be like, ah, fuck that guy. <laughs> and that's not like that's not a good attitude to have. But like that's what was kind of drilled into us. for I, a little I while. have such a hard time getting away from that, though. Yeah, you do. I do. Yeah. What, I mean, it doesn't matter. Hell, if I find out someone else bakes cookies, fuck that guy. Yeah, I bake better cookies than that fucking guy. Yeah, I, I have yep. a hard time with that. You know, yeah. I want to be the one, the only the best. Yep. And and you you still can be like because there's people that are like oh well, yeah. We are. yeah yeah <laughs> well, no, I, I mean, like, there's people that think you're the best there's people that think other stations are the best I mean yeah I just I looking back on it I mean I'm 31 now I was 23 when that was going on Jesus I'm older than you young and naive yeah what I guess the so hell? Hard. damn it um and and I I mean I I look back at that I'm like that that competition was a little much like it wasn't. I mean, we were a startup. We didn't have that many listeners at the time, um, and we weren't as well known. We just took ourselves a little bit too seriously. Mm-hmm. I feel like I like it to an extent. It it makes it makes sense, but I sure. think it's taken too seriously a lot as well. It. I, I don't know how much we want to dive into day job stuff, but this is I, a long shout I, out. I, I, oh, I'm sorry. Finish your shout. Sorry, out. To Josh Tweederson. Um, fourth shout out is to me. I'm great. <laughs> I just you didn't give ten dollars. I just patronized three beers later. I'm a patron, and um, it's great to you know just be me every single day, and I just really feel like more than ever I'm a part of this podcast now that I'm a patron. Cheers! Cheers to me. I have an empty glass. I can't cheers you. I'm sorry. Uh, if you were really part of the podcast, you might have come on the unmarked white van beer tour, mm. but. Now. More than ever. Now, yeah, more than ever. That's a good way to put it. You want to rate that beer? Yeah. This, I don't know if we ever said it. I don't think so either. This is the Central Waters Brewing Company Mimosa Style Ale. It's an ale with tangerines added to the beer. Yeah. Uh, They kind of describe it as, well, I guess not describe it. It is what it is. A Brute Pilsner and a New England Style IPA blended together with tangerines. 6.1% alcohol. Too tangerine too tangerine. Too much tangerine. Wow, hot take. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm not a tangerine. beer snob, but I agree with him. Wow. Yeah, I really do. Like, it's you can definitely taste the mimosa in it more than the. Uh, did you say it's a New England? Uh, New England style IPA mixed I, with a brute pilsner. Okay, just New England style IPAs have just been really hit or miss for me. Hey, can we can we talk about that real quick? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, because I know I know how much you gentlemen enjoy your beers, and I and I want to. Some of us more than others. Yeah. No, I I just. <laughs> I want to take you inside my world the last five years when it comes to beer buying. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, that'd be good. Yeah, because... Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. One second. Yeah, go ahead. Let's finish this, because I, I do want to have this conversation. Okay. Let's finish rating the beer. Finish okay. rating the beer, and then I want to have that conversation. Out of what? Uh, Connor. So, um, mm-hmm. we're going to have our ratings, and they're going to be on a scale from 1 to 10 uh, with the decimals, so you can, you can do okay. that if okay. you want to. Um, it turned out that 7.5 is average instead of 5. Okay. Seems weird, but that's basically the way. It's like the uh, the American 
uh, school system right now where everybody gets ace. <laughs> Here's what I've told our guests in the past. You could do whatever scale you want. You could do our scale. You could do one to five. You could do thumbs up, thumbs down. You could do any. You could say this is good. This is bad. You say hell yeah, fuck no. Yep. Whatever you want because it doesn't count. On oh, our I like beer, it. On our beer rate. You go first. Um, 7.2. Two tangerini. Mm-hmm. That's my note. Okay. I'm going to give it a C plus. All right. Nice. A new scale. Yeah. God, I get so jacked when people do the new scales. Yeah. Well, I'm a teacher. I had to. Awesome. Yeah. It's passing, but I wouldn't be happy with it. Uh, Guys, I like this beer. I don't know why you guys are right. so down on it. No, I see pluses. Uh, C's get degrees, man. I mean, like, <laughs> I would drink this beer. Proof of that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think it is exactly what it said it was, and I really enjoyed <laughs> That's, what it said it was. That doesn't mean... That's I'm, what he does, though. That's his oh, scale. Okay. That, that he's like, it's, it's I want it to be thing. what it is. Well, but if you're going for a mimosa, one, they did it with a Brut Pilsner, which is great. You did it with a nice dry style ale to, to simulate yeah. the champagne. And then you got your New England style IPA to simulate your orange juice. I think, and then tangerines because you need some fruit in there. I think they did a really good job of simulating a mimosa in a beer without just making a beer mosa. I thought it was really good. Plus, I downed it in the first five minutes of this. I thought it was fucking fantastic. Wow. Uh, the eight, double F. Yeah. 8.4. It was Whoa, great. I'm glad wow, I have one more Good for you, Mark. Good for you. Two. What was the final score of this game? Oh God, I don't know. It's fourteen Thir- to one last night. Thirteen one, yeah. yeah. A lot to much less. Yikes. Uh, we're gonna drink beer number two. Jake, talk about your beer journey. Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay, so I would say I began branching out from your, uh, you know, uh, American domestic loggers, your Coors Lights and Bud Lights, uh, five six years ago, and when I would go to High V to buy a six-pack of beer to enjoy, I felt like 75% of the beers in that store were IPAs. And I have nothing against IPAs. I just felt like what's so great about IPAs that they need to take up 75% of the market in high V. And so, yeah, I would drink them from time to time. I'm more of a seasonal beer guy. Like this fall weather, I like a little bit of a darker beer. Winter, you know, your porters, your stouts. In the summer, I'll drink whatever's fruity. Mm -hmm. But like, I mean, I just, IPAs, they have grown on me. But I don't understand the appeal of why they have started to take over the entire market. And maybe you guys can explain that to me better. But um, like, I, I just want a better variety when I go to buy a beer instead of New England IPA. Uh, hazy juicy IPA. Uh, you know, I, there's just so many IPAs. Yeah. So I think part of part of it is the fact that IPA is a really broad style of beers because, like you said, you've got New England, you've got juicy, you've got West Coast, you've got Midwest, yeah. you've got lots of different styles of IPA. You can go session, you can go double. Um, lots of different ways you can go with it. So I think in that style, it's pretty broad, and it, it gives brewers some freedom. I think brewers like the idea of like I get to showcase the hops and and do it the way it should be done blah 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 lots of stuff is it easier well I've always heard that the hops are the most expensive part of the beer now okay. it, it might be easier it might be a, a forgiving style when you've got kind of those harsh flavors in there um I maybe you don't have to be quite as technically sound but 
it's certainly not a cheap beer to brew. Okay. Um, but when it, but when a brewery, I feel like when I see new breweries, mm-hmm. um, they're putting out an IPA first. So if it's more expensive to brew, yeah. Well, the, then why I, are they doing it? I think it attracts. It's it's it, uh, it's the demand. Yeah. So people do people do go. Like, there's a large number of people that are like, yeah, I'm going to get an IPA. We, we've said this before. Yes. It's yes. like when, when we're trying out a new brewery, it's like you kind of just gravitate toward, okay, what's your what's your flagship IPA? Mm-hmm. Like, what's what are you doing the most of? And that's, oh, that's, prob- cool. that's probably it. We, we talked to the guys at Stone Hollow Brewing a few months ago. Uh, Tease, they're coming up again in two weeks. Well, they're coming to us this time, which will be nice. nice. Yeah, uh, but anyway, Stone Hollow and Beatrice. But we and, don't have beer. We don't have beer containers here. We don't have the that we can drink out of. <laughs> they're fermenters. Yeah, we don't have. The <laughs> that's vats. true. We don't. They're bright tanks. Yeah, uh, that's unfortunate. It is, but we'll make do. But he was telling us that when they opened, and and that was something that their people there in Beatrice and Beatrice has never had a craft brewery, but people said, "No, I need you to have an IPA that I can come back to, I can depend on." And, and and one, it better be good. But two, it better always be there. Wow. Uh, so yeah, and and when it comes to booking this show, I find it really interesting because I generally ask people, not always, but I generally ask people, what do you like slash what will you not drink? And it's 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 not fifty fifty, but it's pretty strong. The people that say I won't drink IPAs, really, or I will only drink IPAs. It's polarizing. It's v- very polarizing. Yeah. So I I think when you uh when you ask me. Uh, a couple months ago, I I feel like this summer I drank a lot of not a lot a little but mainly uh, Alpha Modern by Zipline. I loved it. Yeah, uh, because it's not like a, it didn't feel like a full on IPA, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's what I liked about it. Not too hoppy, and it was smooth. And then the other one that I've been uh, drinking was uh, a little something something from uh, Lagunitas. I love that unfiltered mm-hmm. uh, IPA. I felt like, I I felt like you know two of those and you're good to go. And that, and that's that's why I mean getting a six pack of those they'll they'll stay in the fridge for a couple of weeks and it'll be great. Yeah, I I agree with that. However, I remember you saying hefeweizens and fruity beers. Okay, so, so no 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 I no so on that note, I thought a lot less of you because of it. I got shut tell. your mouth. Uh, no, <laughs> hey, I I remember saying Alpha Modern to you. You did, but, you did. That's yeah. true. Uh, but okay, so on that note, do you have a beer that is your favorite, and then? Because it's your favorite, you don't drink it all the time. Maybe only special occasions. That's a Hefeweizen to me. So if I have something that's like, oh, well, I'm feeling good that we're going to have this party this weekend, or hey, there's this big accomplishment that just happened, um, the Paul Lander Hefeweizen is like my go-to. Yeah. I, I love the Hefeweizen taste. Not a fan, Mark? Well, one, no, because it, just from a flavor profile, you get kind of clovey, you get kind of banana-y with, okay. with them, and that's uh, unless it's like a banana bread. Not what I'm going for. Okay, no, that's uh, fair. So, so, but I also think there's kind of just a stigma with with a wheat beer. Okay, and, and what is that stigma? It's you know, it's just part. And I, I fully blame Boulevard Wheat for this. Okay, but it's just it's the beer that you drank when you were 21. Yeah, you're right. Though. So yeah, and, yeah. And so for that reason, I think there's kind of the, the stigma with it. Um, where I'm like, no, I need to be more evolved than that. And Hefeweizen is more evolved than yeah. a Boulevard Wheat for sure. But I still think there's there's still kind of just that perception in my own mind and i'm a big perception guy too like when you i'm are. when i'm checking out at the at the grocery store or at the liquor store or whatever like what are they thinking about me yeah, when i buy weird. this beer oh yeah it's stupid it's stupid i'm 32 years old i should be no, i should but be more I understand what you're that. saying 
Um, do you wait till so like a blue moon too uh-huh. would be another one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So and that that's that's even worse because yeah. you got big beer behind yep. it and everything. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah, that's off limits. So yeah. I mean, those are some of the beers I drank when I was twenty one and twenty two years old. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean they're bad beers, though. It does not. That is correct. <laughs> Thank you, Happer. It, it, it absolutely I, does not. You enjoy those, right? I do. I Blue Moon probably. Like, Blue Moon, I can't get over for Blue, whatever Blue reason. Moon will give me get me hung over yeah. pretty quick. Blue Moon's a tough one, but, but like I, the, I, Nebraska Brewing's Hefeweizen, the EOS Hefeweizen yeah. from Nebraska, I yeah. think it's fantastic. I think yeah. it's a really good beer, and that's that is the one. If I'm buying a Hefeweizen, that's the one I'm going for. Okay. No, I've, I've never I've never had Polliners, but Boulevard Wheat still good. Don't I care. have no idea the last time I had one. Me too. Yeah. Me too. And it's a good beer. Uh, I just I'm not I'm I can't remember the last time when I was like, gosh, can't wait to get a six pack of Boulevard tonight. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, I just right. I, I never I, I even never if I'm buying it. Boulevard, it's not gonna it's not gonna be the Boulevard wheat. Yeah, the, the team or the uh, the the place where I'm most likely to drink it is like if I'm in Kansas City and yeah. I'm like at a restaurant, it's like yeah, I'll do a Boulevard wheat. Okay. So I'm going to do the whole Kansas City thing, and I'll just have that. So you are very much uh, one in Rome kind of guy. Totally. Yeah, me too. Very it's like, I'm here, so. let's do this. That's you know? exactly right. Yeah. I'm going to do exactly. But you're not even going to go like KC Beer Company or anything like that. Like, you're going to go Boulevard Wheat. Um, He would. No. Yeah, not necessarily. Okay. Not necessarily. Mark, you you're coming off as the beer snob. Oh, I right now. Yeah, no, and you should. I mean, that, you're you're self admitted. That's good. I really though. liked it when you said, you know, thank you. As far as the flavor profile, <laughs> it's a little clovey, a little banana-y. Yeah, who doesn't like cloves and bananas? Can we really right? rewind that to that part and just see how bad you suck? <laughs> oh, that's cool. That that's was cool. an exact quote from you. It was. You're I'm right. waiting for Mark to say, "Well, I'm sorry, I have an advanced palate, and you guys don't." <laughs> Like, is that what you're thinking I right now, Mark? I don't have to say it, Jake. Yeah, yeah, see? <laughs> <laughs> Seems pretty obvious yeah. from this end of the table. When I, when I, like, when I hear you guys doing the Myers Cork and Bottle segment on Thursdays. Oh, I'm, we're so dumb. Oh, I know. But, like, I think I, t- I texted in the show one time. I was like, you guys just need to have a quiz show for Kevin. Like just, be great. just yeah, like yeah. just just find some random wine questions online and see if he knows them. Yeah. Because he will. And also, I remember... Being 23 and hosting that segment, and it's hard. Not, it's hard, number one, because uh, I'm a lightweight, and so one glass of wine <laughs> and I'm slurring. Yeah. And so, and especially when you're on the air focused on how you're talking. And so, when I w- <laughs> when he would give us wine to drink and he would explain it, and Fial is in here and he's like, oh, yeah, this is great. This, <laughs> this wine right here, and it, you know, it's uh, the red wine, it's got this and this going on. And, and I'm just sitting over here sipping on the wine like, yeah, it's it's fine, I guess. Like, I'm sipping on, on it like a wine cooler. I'm yeah. like, this is yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah. this is good. It's fruity. Got some notes of grapes in there, I think. Yeah. 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 <laughs> is this a white or a red wine? <laughs> I, and so when I hear you guys talk to Kevin, I always think to myself, like, Happer and Snow have no fucking idea what's going on right now. They don't know anything we about We just try and get Kevin talking. That's right. That's all you got to do. And he's he is phenomenal on, on air. This oh he's so good yeah. yeah yes and this podcast though has definitely helped me out on the on Thirsty Thursday segment because yeah most of it for whatever reason we've talked about on whatever comes up we absolutely just recycle the same thing probably you know I love when he comes in on Thursday with a beer we had just had the yeah. Wednesday night before right. <laughs> and you have to tiptoe around yeah last night on the podcast that I do on three beers later yeah so uh, I was just yeah I was, I was just know, drinking I just, this beer I just the other drank night. this beer recently and. Mm-hmm. Had these and thoughts. we were talking about it <laughs> for 
for a long period of time. So yes, that that has ended up helping in some cases. <laughs> yeah, what do you think about this beer, Happer? It, uh, I like it. I like it. You know, like what do you say? <laughs> like I didn't know Connor's what big say. thing for for a long time when he started doing that segment was, yeah, you know what I like about this beer <laughs> is it tastes like beer. Yeah, like, like, you know, like it's really. It just tastes like beer. I love that about this beer. Yeah, I always said that. <laughs> I, I somehow got away from that. Which is good. I did a good job. <laughs> yeah. There were well, some beers, there were some beers in my own defense that don't taste like beer. And those beers make me sad. Like the mimosa ale? So, yeah, I just feel like it needs to be pointed out when the beers taste like beers. Mark, what are we drinking here? This beer, thank you for asking, uh, comes out of Amana, Iowa. It's the Millstream Brewing Company's Oktoberfest. Iowa? Yeah, but uh, surprise. I bought it, not Dave. Whoa. I know. You I know. Bought I bought this beer. However, not specifically for the podcast. I bought it for week. No, I bought it for Colorado. I bought it for the Colorado game. And then I got sick, and it was sad. So I hope y'all don't get sick from this. From this? Well, I had one of these beers that day, and then I got sick. I don't want to I don't, I don't wanna give away my rating yet, mm. but I'm enjoying this beer. Same. This is a, a yeah, uh well-regarded Oktoberfest. I really think each Oktoberfest that we've had, I'm sure Kevin's going to bring in another Oktoberfest tomorrow. No doubt. Uh, Well, you're almost out of Oktoberfest season. He's got to. We've really, at the beginning of this kind of phase that we're in right now, I was like, you know, Oktoberfest, it's hard to make it, it's hard to tell what the difference is between them all. And you can only be really good if it's really, really good. And I think we've had some really good ones. This one. Yeah. Compared to some of the others we've had, because we've had White Elms Prost, which is a fest beer. We've done Ziplines fest beer. This one's a Martzen, right? Like, it, it's a little heavier. It's a little caramelier. It's, mm-hmm. it's got a little more yeah. body to it. This one. Flavor profile yeah. wise. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, he says with a straight face. No cloves. No bananas. Yeah. Uh, tell me, uh, I know you guys are big White Elm fanboys. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me about White Elm. October 30th, be there. What What do you want to know about White Elm? I just, I, I, I think... Perhaps I have bought a six pack of their beverages before. Yeah. I don't recall though. Okay. Um, what do you recommend? Well, and uh, what do you like about them more than other places? Maybe. What I like about them more than other places is that I think they hit at a higher rate than than other places do. If I buy something without having any knowledge of it, I think generally speaking, it's going to be good more often than other places. It's here in Lincoln. It's here in Lincoln. It's over at like Sixth and Van Dorn ish. Okay. Um, the owner Colby. Comes from a culinary background, uh, so he when it comes to flavor profiles, he he is on point. And when it comes to the ingredients he uses, he uh, has a high standard for what he'll put in his beer. Uh, that goes for the grains, but that goes for the ad or the adjuncts. Yeah, I mean when he's when he's getting vanilla, he's getting bourbon barrel aged vanilla from Madagascar. You know, it's not just whatever was. Even sale. if it doesn't taste good, it sounds badass. So it probably like you can <laughs> yeah, make up. No, right. I actually think oh, that's a big part of it. Yeah, I actually think that's a big part of it. Just, oh wow, you have bourbon vanilla from Madagascar. Yeah. Oh, I will take a sip of that. Right. You know, and that, that that's a good selling point. And with them, I I think this with breweries a lot because when they opened, their thing was we're going to do light, drinkable Belgian style beers, um, saisons, grisettes, things of that nature, and then they started doing these really heavy stouts okay double digit percent abv stouts and they were really good really 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 good you could uh, drink more than one yeah, no Maybe. but but you didn't have to yeah you know yeah you know like i could i could sit there and i can sip on this for yeah. an hour 
and it, it's going to be good and it's going to keep evolving in my mouth as it sits there in the glass. Like it was just, it, they were good. Uh, and that's where they kind of made their mark. So now they do big release events for these stouts and things like that. And people line up outside the door and that's where they made their mark. But I still think the best beer they do is a Saison. Okay. You know, um, if you ever see their apricot Saison, that's my favorite. Their regular Saison is fantastic. Hibiscus Saison, a little sweet, but, but really good. Um, some of their IPAs, they're not my favorite place for an IPA, but they, they still do quality ones, you know? Okay, so now, but now I'm curious. Uh, why, why are you okay with apricot and like tangerine in our last beer, mm-hmm. but you, uh, you take pot shots at banana and cloves? Oh, <laughs> I just don't like bananas. Oh, who doesn't like I'm sorry. Racist. That's, He's a fruitist. Yeah, He's racist. a fruitist. I don't like bananas. <laughs> I like banana bread, and I think that's the only place I like bananas. Really? Yeah. All right. That's fair. I did make banana bread the other Do night. Do you like during the to eat game. bananas? No. Why? Because they're bananas. People bananas is a great snack. People have been getting on me about the way I eat bananas here. <laughs> do we want to go into this? How do you eat your banana? Hey, There's nothing Connor. sexual that yeah. we could get into that yeah. too. I peel the whole <laughs> banana. And then you take it out of the peel. And I take it out of the peel. So you're the- holding a naked banana the yes, whole time. Yes, I'm holding the banana. Yeah. Isn't that ridiculous? It's not ridiculous, but that's definitely not how I eat a banana. And I also hold it, I hold it like in the middle. <laughs> And eat from both ends. And eat around it. Yeah. That, is, that is ridiculous. <laughs> That's not. Like, what it, is your? It's what's your most goal comfortable. Here? It's, it's <laughs> comfortable. You never have to move your hand. It's great. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to like grip the banana. I want to just. I want to just pinch. I want to pinch the banana. Well, you can do that and then still move your hand and eat from the top down. Because I, I, I guess that's what the peel's for, right? So you don't like. Just holding it in your sure. hand, like gripping yep. the whole thing. But I decided to take the whole peel off because I don't want to deal with the peel. They should put that on a t-shirt. I don't want to <laughs> deal with the peel. Nobody would buy it because everybody deals with the peel. Everybody, <laughs> I enjoy having the peel there so my hands yeah. don't get sticky it's and grimy from the banana. Yeah. banana. Yeah. That's it. So you I have guess to I wash your hands after you eat a banana? Uh, yeah. Okay, just that's the problem. Wipe them a, on your pants. Just you know? a quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a quick one. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, just stop hating on the banana and cloves, Mark. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I said, I told you, it, it's a personal preference. Least, I, don't, I don't like banana. At least as far as flavor profile. I goes. will say the worst beer I ever had. The only beer I can ever remember taking a drink and going, fuck no, I'm pouring this out instantly. Yeah. Was a banana bread ale of some sort. It was from, uh, God, I want to say Wine and Google. Okay. Um. Uh, but again, just the worst beer I've I've ever had. So having that flavor in a beer, I'm a little scarred too. I, think, I just don't like bananas. No, that's fair. I th- I think uh, on that note, the the only beer because I'm not really a beer snob. Like I, if if you want me to try a beer, I'll try it and I'll probably like it. But if if I remember seeing a blood orange IPA, okay, Ugh. and uh, I was like, it was it was this summer, and I was like, I'm gonna try that. Mm-mm. Um, shouldn't have done it. It was, it was awful. Yeah. I can't, and I, if I, even if I knew the brewer's name, I, I mean, like I wouldn't expose them, um, but I, I don't think it was <laughs> Expose them. No, I, I don't remember who it was. I'm actually really curious because it was a, it was a can. It was, uh, did it have a black lid? No. Okay. No. Okay. Um, but it was terrible. I had that, I had that Ursula one in my fridge for several oh, months. Do you still have it? No. Did you drink it? 
I, I did you I, throw it away? I was moving and I might have opened it and had a sip and I regretted it. Oh damn! Yeah, they got mad at us for drinking it when we did. Yeah, and that was a long time ago. Yeah, it was terrible. Do you remember uh, when you brought us that when we did the the Omaha show when we had the key lime pie? Yeah, I do remember. It was like a month ago. That was ter- it was a month ago. That was terrible. <laughs> Uh, that was. was a white owned beer. It wasn't that long ago. Yeah, that was that was really. It bad. was and by the way, not key lime. That was lemon meringue pie. Lemon meringue from lemon, White Elm. Lemon meringue. Yeah. It was a Drecker collection. And you kind of liked it. And I didn't mind it. I thought it was a a good interpretation of key lime pie. I'm sorry, lemon meringue pie <laughs> in a beer. I thought they did that well. Hey, Jake. Yes. You ever had pie? Uh, I am a huge fan of pie. Thank you. I, I that's would, a normal response. Epic I would, pie guy. I'm a big pie guy. Uh, <laughs> pie over cake every day of the week. Mm, whoa. Yeah. Uh, my brother's the same way. That is weird to me, but I uh, at least appreciate that you've had pie because I was sitting in a room with three other grown male adults and yeah. they all said, no, I've never had pie. Favorite pie? Mm. Uh, cherry, probably. Okay. Yeah. I, right. I, I'm a big cherry fan. Uh, you know, cream pies just in general are great as long as it's not coconut or banana. Yeah. Or clove. You ever had a clove pie? <laughs> you ever had a banana and clove, <laughs> pepper pies and pie? Ooh. <laughs> oh my. You Stra- know what I like? I like rhubarb pie. I was just too. strawberry yeah, rhubarb is yeah, my favorite. Absolutely. Yeah. I've, I've actually never had it in pie form. Wow. Uh, crumble, crisps, okay. things like that. Okay. Got the rhubarb plant in my backyard. God, so, that's yeah, awesome, man. Steady supply. Don't Love let it. the rain hurt the rhubarb, right? Wait, what? Not if you put it in cans. How, yeah, I don't, remember, I don't remember how it goes. Happer, you don't like pie? Uh, not particularly, no. I Like if, if if somebody, if Mark brought in a pie to the ticket tomorrow. I would try the Would pie. you have a slice? I would try the pie. I would. I don't know if I would have a slice. But <laughs> would if, you take a fork and just take <laughs> one Probably, bite? knowing the monsters that work in this office. If, if yeah. Mark was like, hey, you know, I really want you to try this pie. I would do it. What if it were not pie? What if it were like a crisp? Like more likely. More likely. Yes. What if it was a pie, but I also brought in homemade whipped cream? Wow. And it's just on there and there's no choice? No, there's a choice. He put his heart and soul in it. I would, I I really would decline did. the whipped cream. Wow, you would decline the whipped cream? I'm not cream. a big whipped cream guy either. Wow. I just want the pie. Interesting. That's what you had against my cupcakes was the whipped cream topping. That's right. Interesting. My issue with pie is it was in um, my nose. I could eat. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. The, I could... the method that you that you had <laughs> afterwards the the cut the cupcake in half and fold and it sandwich. and make a sandwich. No, this is not my method. I want to be clear on this. This is not my method. Somebody else. Have tweet, you heard of this? Tweeted uh-huh. that at you. What happened? You take the bottom of the cupcake, you cut it off, you put it on top, and boom, you got a cupcake sandwich. And now your frosting so in the middle. Yeah, there's frosting in the middle. No. Thank you. No, man. It sounds better. It, it's, no. It sounds like it would no. fix a lot of problems for me. I just, that's a lot of sugar, too. It's I, the I, same amount. It's the, I, same, it's the same cupcake. It's the same cupcake. Oh, you just take it. But now it's a frosting sandwich. It's weird. It's like an oatmeal cream pie. No, I don't like those. Oatmeal cream pies are great. They are good. Um, this idea does not sound good, though. It's okay. You don't even like pie, Happer. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I, I have no leg to stand on. Out on sweets in general. Kind of. Yeah. Really? And and you're such an excellent baker, Mark, and Thank he you. won't even Thank eat you. it. I enjoy your baking tweets. Thank you. Yeah. He makes good salsa, too. 
Really? Uh, yeah, I do have one salsa. Yeah, two salsa recipes. Yeah, they're pretty good. Spicy or mild? Uh, always spicier than I intend. Okay. Which which doesn't bother me. Tends to bother other people. Like even if I go in thinking I'm gonna make this mild, I'm gonna really tone it down. Okay. And then I take a bite. Like nope, still still spicy. So, I feel. I mean, like spicy would be the answer. Yeah, I would request spicy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Biscuit. It's legit. And Thank I don't you. I don't really like spicy things all that much, but I just deal with it because it's that good. The, be- you- the beauty of this salsa is because it's spicy, the only reprieve you can get is by eating more of the salsa and constantly having it in your that's mouth. Correct. Yeah. That's correct. Which is fantastic. And then next thing you know, the jar's gone. Yeah. Do you uh do you guys have food days at the ticket? On occasion. On occasion. Yeah. What do you ask? Do you want an invite? No, I don't. I just was I was gonna say, like, I can only imagine the savages that work here now. <laughs> Like, if you had a food day, uh, like, if you had a, hey, we're going to do a Mexican theme, uh, everybody would probably bring a bag of chips, except for Mark, <laughs> right? Uh, our we, office manager is great at bringing stuff, too. We literally did that yeah, recently. Yeah, we, we had to talk about Oh, okay. Yeah. Really? I think it was just you guys who brought us. <laughs> yeah. I think we sent out an email like, hey, so we'll, we'll bring the meat and the tortillas and all this shit. If you want to bring something else, great. And then nobody does. I said, yeah, like, they didn't bring anything. That sounds like all we need. <laughs> oh, yeah. You have the ingredients for the taco. Uh, Connor, I think you you decided you like you got here. I'm like, I'm gonna go get drinks or something like that. Was that you? Almost for sure not. Okay. No. Never mind. I gave you too much credit. I could have brought like a Spanish rice, but it'd be great. It would have uh it, you know, I would have had to make it. <laughs> it would have would have taken some time. Yeah, good point. Good point. No, I no, you guys are very nice. It was really nice of you to bring the taco stuff. And I just didn't feel like anything else needed to be added to the great taco bar. I brought the cupcakes last week. Last week, yeah. And and I always have such a hard time because I want everybody to eat it, right? Like, yeah. I, I want it, and I want your feedback, and I want to know what you think. Yeah. And it hurts me so much because, like, Tom right now, he's he's doing, I don't know if it's keto or whatever it is. Okay. But no, so he, Tom is still on an intense diet. Yeah. yeah always. He's always in great something. shape, though. I know. Yeah, he looks great. But he's always he on something. Uh, our Oops. office manager, Jack, similar, always on a diet. So just like watching people look at them and then walk away, <laughs> it hurts me. Yeah, that's really why you have me. But even you, like with cake, like with cupcakes, you're like, I will begrudgingly eat this cake. Yeah. Oh, I'm that way too. Really? I, I know. Like, I also like we don't talk about weight at my house because I can't really gain it. <laughs> right. <laughs> um. Like I just poop it all out. The metabolism is working well at 31. I'm nice. waiting for it to slow down. Uh, Maybe but, by 40. Yeah. No, and uh, like my dad was the same way. And so when, you know, we have things in the house, I'm going to eat them. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm not too concerned about weight gain. I'm not either, but I <laughs> I don't have the same problem. Probably, you know, yeah. Yeah. The same problem. I don't, I don't poop it all out. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, some of it stays. Unless you go to Longwell's. Yeah. So you go to Longwell's and it all comes out. The Longwell's diet. You could do that. Yeah. Yes. You could do that. Rebranding for them. Yeah. Tough. Uh, do you guys want to, do you guys know what's going on with China? <laughs> this is a good transition. I actually, I appreciate this random transition. Do you guys have any idea what's happening? Because okay. I can't figure it out. A little bit. Only a little though. All right. Are well, they playing games there now? Are they playing NBA games I there? think they're going to play the game. Yeah, they're pl- they're going to play this game between the Lakers and the Nets. One game. Yeah, I, was there more? I don't know. I just like are there some preseason no, games over there? I, I think, they have such I a think big it was just like one one deal, one or two. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, it was the 
GM right. of the Rockets. Daryl Morey. Morey. Thank you. You're both yeah. better equipped to explain this than me. He, well, he did a tweet, but I don't know what it, it was, means. It was just a picture that said, I stand with Hong Kong or something like that. In Hong Kong. Okay, what's happening in Hong Kong? They're a democracy. And China is not. Is not. Correct. They're not a big fan of the old democracy. Gotcha. And what, so, what, what, per, what, what made Mr. Mori tweet that he was standing with Hong Kong? They have protesters right now. I don't know anything more than that. Mm. They're protesting some sort of uh, something with China, I'm assuming. Gotcha. As a U.S. history teacher, I should probably be informed of this. I just have not it's not history much, yet. That's valid. I just don't <laughs> have much interest in China and Hong Kong. I don't either. I think, but the the quotes that I saw from Adam Silver in an article, I thought were really well done. He said, "Like, yeah, obviously we have a huge financial interest in China, and we want them to watch our basketball games and buy our NBA stuff. Um, however, like, we value freedom and people's rights as well. Sure. So I think that's a good message. It it sounds right. Like it. I it feels. I mean, there's been a lot of reaction to this. It feels like it's like anything else, and obviously we're talking about a bigger scale here, but kind of overdone. Like, is that a is that a really a bad thing to say? I stand with Hong Kong. Like, it's just it's a I, tweet. No, no it, 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 it is a, because I feel it's like a good thing. To it say, is a good thing uh, by American standards. By, yes, right. but by Chinese standards, I don't think they're big fans of Hong so Kong. So China's apparently. really going to say like I'm fucking out. Yeah, like, I'm done with the NBA because this one guy. The Rockets are huge in China. Right. Right. Yeah, that is true. Yumming. Uh. Let me let me take this one step further. Do you guys even talk politics on the show? I'm not going to get into a bunch of politics. Yes. Oh, yeah, we talk yeah. politics all the time. Okay, good. So here's... Okay, I'm going to throw this out there. The NBA, and it is it is not even close, is the most progressive sports league... Definitely. ...in professional sports. Um, and no, well, no. I get That's not a hot take. No. Um, but everything they do, especially what... And everything that Adam Silver says, I feel like... You go, man. Like, I feel like he defends his players. He defends what he feels is right. And I feel like there's constantly um, a good message being put out that his, you know, paid players feel comfortable with. Right. And and, and the NFL, I don't feel that as much. For some obvious social reasons and, you know, without delving into the whole Kaepernick shit. Like, I'm just saying, like, I well, feel like... Kaepernick's an interesting example yeah. because the NBA already has a policy in place where you can't do what Kaepernick did. You know? So they, you can't even take a knee during the National no, Anthem exactly. in the NBA. They've got it in their in their uh, bargaining agreement that you will stand there, you will put your hand over your heart or, or whatever. You yeah, know? you'll like, stand there with respect. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So if LeBron takes a knee, what are they doing? Well, I assume punishing him by whatever the bargaining agreement allows. So why... So I guess my question is then... Um, is it a huge deal in the NFL because there's a bunch of white dudes who are fans of the NFL, or uh, like the NBA? Nobody right. seems to care, and they think they're really they're so, really yeah, progressive. It's pretty much the same thing. I see what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. So the NBA is actually more strict on the rule on on that particular rule. So what yeah, if what if LeBron are. was like, "Fuck yeah, I love Hong Kong." Yeah. What if he tweeted that? Well, yeah. th- that's what every, everybody was looking <laughs> Wait, at. Wait, I LeBron. just saw it at, at King James. Fuck, Fuck yeah, yeah, I love Hong Kong. <laughs> <I love> Hong <laughs> Kong. <laughs> and then the, Fuck the China, the giraffe <laughs> Instagram account came out, and the giraffe yeah. was saying, "I love Hong Kong." Yeah, that's right. uh, what are they going to do about? It? <laughs> well, th- that's what everybody was looking at because LeBron's in China, right? Like, what is he going to say? Here's a guy who's been big on social justice. Right. What is he going to say? And to my to my knowledge, he's been silent. Why does he have to say anything? I don't need him because to say he's anything. A no, guy. I don't either. LeBron is very choosy with when he tweets and what he tweets. I, I don't, I mean, I know he, he probably has a publicist, an agent, an advisor, all that kind of shit. But LeBron James is, uh, I feel like we just got into a sports talk segment. I'm it's sorry. Great. I know you don't want that podcast. No, the podcast great. is turning into this. 
I feel like LeBron James is uh, the quintessential professional athlete that the United States needs. No controversy. Um, no, I mean, like, has he ever said anything or tweeted anything that people he, uh, are like, "Oh, what an asshole"? He liked he liked a picture on Instagram uh, from an account that was called um, Big Booties okay. or something like that. So he's a heterosexual, and people were really mad at him about that. Was it with a Z? Or some, it was per- oh no, perfect booties. Oh okay, perfect booties. Oh well, and people okay. were like, that implies there are LeBron. imperfect booties. <laughs> Come on. You know? Oh, yeah, that's that is true. Not very PC. He's uh very pro perfect booties. <laughs> yeah. He's anti not perfect booties. <laughs> that was problematic. That's his biggest controversy. Yes, well, I, I like think that, it is. that and the decision, you know. Yeah, and he's apologized for that and they would have done it differently. I think yeah. have we we moved on from the decision. I haven't moved on from perfect booties. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'm still on it. <laughs> that's fair. He's a he's a man. He's married. He's sitting. Okay, he's married. He's married. <laughs> I he has children. You're, you're right. You know what? What's Bronny think? If I were on Instagram and my, my wife caught me liking a photo of perfect booties, that'd be bad. I wouldn't be in the doghouse, but she'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> That's what she would say. What about my booty? Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I mean, you you're not in trouble, but you're you're like you got some. <laughs> Some questions. It's to awkward in the breakfast nook for the next week. Yeah, you know? <laughs> it is. It really is. But would, but like it, on that note, the re, one of the main reasons why I love LeBron is because I feel like in general he always says the right thing, and um, the more progressive the NBA gets, the bigger their superstars grow. The more I like the league. Yeah. And no, um, I, me too. And and the. You know, I, the NFL, it's tough to quit the NFL ever. I'm always going to love the NFL, the fantasy football, the gambling, everything that goes with it. Um, I really think the NBA will be bigger soon. You think so? I, I really do. Dude, yeah. I, I feel like the NFL is changed by a lot. Yep. But you think it'll start going down? It, it Well, I, I don't know if it starts going down, but just the way the NBA is it's growing and stuff like that. It's, it's pretty unbelievable. Like I was for, for whatever reason, and maybe it's just the timing of me going to a couple games last year. Like I just got completely hooked yeah. on the NBA. I was it's just great. locked into everything that was going on with the NBA last, at the end of last year. Okay. I got, now couple, I'm in. I got a couple questions for you. Oh wait, I'm uh, sorry. You're, you're, you're in starting now. Like you're going to be in on this entire season. This is there's gonna oh, be a lot of parody oh, yeah. this year. There's a lot of parody. Oh yeah, like I'm a huge. I mean, You're not gonna wait till postseason. No, no, no. Yeah. I'm, okay. I like okay. I I considered watching the Nuggets preseason game wow. last night because okay. okay. Michael Porter Jr. was playing, and I was like, dude, this is gonna be great. Michael Porter Jr. is gonna be the guy. But yeah. Okay. I, I, still I mean, that was my question. I honestly, I'm, didn't I'm know. in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm full in. I got okay. I have two questions. They're kind of related. Do you think a hundred years from now we will still have? Football, hard to imagine. Really, or like you're saying, you, you you'll know, or like it's hard to imagine. We'll actually have football. Hard to imagine that there's there's football in the way that it is right now. These these like these people are going to die. Okay, that was my next question. Right? Are you surprised? Because I think about it when I go watch an NFL game, or when I watch like college on Saturday, and then when I watch the NFL on Sunday, how much faster it is. I am, and here's my question: Are you surprised nobody has died yet? I thought Mason Rudolph died. Really, I th- I thought Mason Rudolph died on on Sunday when I was watching the game. Is, I I know this is kind of a dark topic, but like when at, at what point, like if a player fucking dies yeah. on the field, oh, are I, they going to be like, okay, this is some serious shit, and we might we got to figure this out? I don't know. I, I don't know what the right answer is. I don't know if you like 
the the res- the appropriate response to that yeah. is like <laughs> yeah. we need to just shut down the league now or like we need to make some drastic changes cuz like like they did that on a much smaller scale with the with the whole pass interference sure. thing and it was a it was stupid like they should have never done that they should have never put in that rule in the rule book this year after the overreaction to the the NFC championship game last year so i uh I don't know. As time goes on, it's just harder to imagine. Well, I mean, to your point, we've had people die. Yeah, due to concussions not, or, or post post football, either post football or during practice or yeah. or whatever. It just hasn't happened during a game on a big stage. It will, and, but it's gonna, exactly it's yeah. gonna happen. It, it, it's almost like just dumb luck that it hasn't happened yeah. yet. But you're right; it's gonna. It's and gonna Mason gonna Rudolph's scary. gonna take a stupid hit to the to the head again. Did you guys see the Mason Rudolph thing? I didn't. I, I knew he got hurt. I didn't see it happen though. Or like I didn't so watch. Replays. He gets hit once. It, it, to me, I mean, he looked like he was dead. He was a ragdoll. The hit looked fairly innocuous. And then his and then he his limp body hit the ground. Yeah. Oh yeah. He he's he's passed out before. Well before he's on the ground. I had never seen that before. Yeah. Right. So what was the diagnosis then? He hurt his he neck. He walked off the field. Oh, okay. Well, only because the cart broke. <laughs> oh, God. How does that happen at the professional great, level? Great question. They, they called it user error. Oh, God. User error? That's, that's, really? That was the NFL statement. Like, user nobody, error. They couldn't drive Operator the cart. Operator error on the cart. They got it on the field. They couldn't get it off. Wow. So, so, yeah. But they also said Mason Rudolph requested to walk off. Again, how do you just let him make that call? Right. Yeah, because yeah. You got to keep just, him. He yeah. fell to the ground like a ragdoll. Yeah. His his limbs went every direction. Yep, it was ugly. Okay, uh, I got another hypothetical for you. And the hit did look like normal. It just looked normal. The hit look it didn't look that crazy. Yeah, yes, you're right. Okay, so um, the Kaepernick shit. All right, what if <laughs> is that what we're calling it? Yeah, the Kaepernick. <laughs> shit. The Kaepernick well, shit. I, I I without deep diving into it, uh, <laughs> I, I everything that that includes the Kaepernick shit. I'm totally I'm totally fine with him doing that, but um. <laughs> What if Tom Brady took a knee? <laughs> well, what that would seems happen? unlikely. I know, but what if he did? Or like, what if Tim Tebow had taken a knee? Yeah, during the national anthem. Like I, like the thing about Kaepernick and uh, the Dolphins' safety or the Panthers' safety, wherever he is now. Um, Eric Reed. Yes, thank you. Um, the thing for me is, it's gonna, it's gonna take a prominent athlete to do it to really bring out in true fans, um, how they feel about it. <clears throat> um, and I feel that same way, like about, um, you know, homosexual athletes coming out. It's going to take, uh, a Tim Tebow saying like, Hey, I'm gay for mm-hmm. people to be like, Oh, yeah. it, it's fine. Right. But if it's, uh, you know, uh, the six round draft pick for the Cowboys, Michael Sam, people are like, Oh, he shouldn't be kissing his boyfriend on TV. If it's Colin Kaepernick, they're like, ah, he's an average quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. But if he were a prominent athlete, how does that change the grand scale of things? Yeah, I don't think people realize now that Kaepernick was was he was a Super Bowl quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a really big deal. Yeah. Right? Uh and he was probably he was definitely on his way to becoming like one of those NFL superstars. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. No, I just I think it's uh, I think progressively socially, if we want to move forward with that kind of stuff. Um, I feel like the NBA would be the next league. I feel like there would be if if there were a superstar in the NBA that um, came out. I feel like um, that would help significantly. And I know that takes a lot of courage, and uh, you'd have to message it correctly. But um, I feel I feel like that would be groundbreaking. 
Because a six-round pick in the NFL, yeah, it doesn't move the needle for a no, lot of people. No, it just doesn't. Yeah. It did at the time. You know, you're talking about the SEC Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. And, and, and for that blip in history. But you can't, like, apply it to the real-life situation of, like, this guy is a star and the yeah, way you market right. him and, like, you know, right. how he, much he's, he's got out sneaker there. deals and like and, M- Michael Sam was barely going to make a roster, right? If he was going to well, make did. a roster yeah. at all, yeah, right. And then there was that whole controversy: why did he make the roster? You know, all <laughs> yeah, that. yeah, yeah. But yeah, right. You can't even imagine what it's actually like until that situation actually happens. So I have no idea. I I have no idea what happens. Sorry for all these hypotheticals. No, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, however, we're going to come off that and we're going to talk about beer too. Connor. Oh, yeah. Beer 2 was uh, Millstream Brewing Company's Oktoberfest, a German-style Martzen. As opposed to those uh, Brazilian-style Martzens. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, You know, this is really good. I enjoyed it, and that's all I need to say about it. Therefore, it was a uh, 8.1. Tell me about the flavor profile. Delicious. <laughs> I'll help him out with the flavor profile. Thank you. Uh, caramely, mm-hmm. uh, full body. <laughs> nice. Um, That's good. Yeah. Um, what other words can I use here? It was. Uh, it tasted like beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, I give it a B plus. B plus. Yeah. I I um I drink Oktoberfest when the time is right. Mm-hmm. So September and October. Um, this is one of the better ones I've ever it's had. It's a good one. It's very good. Yeah, and I I appreciate that it's a it's a full-on Martin, you know, because a lot of people going towards the Fest beers. And I, I, I recently had a conversation. It was with, with Dave on Twitter about why that is and, and whether it's to stand out from the Martins. But now I feel like the Martins are the ones standing out. I, I, I can't find you know, the, the German ones on the market. They're Fest beers. The local ones, we, we saw it from Zipline. We saw it from White Elm. We saw it from Cross Drain. They're Fest beers. I love a good overcorrect. Give me, yeah, and that's that's exactly <laughs> what it is. That's exactly yeah. what it is. And it's been over the course of the last three years yeah. that that shift happened. Yep. So now I, hell, I, I crave a good Martin. This is a great Martin. Yep. Uh, I'm just gonna go right in line with the one before it. Eight point four. Really good. I'm gonna go pee. Okay. All right. Do, do, do we're we gonna keep going? I'm actually good. Wow. Okay. As of right now, we can keep going. Three. If, do I have any more shoutouts to give? You can no. keep that open. It doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, Sorensen's gone. Uh, beer three, by the way. Beer three. Um, Uh-oh. Would you look at that? It's a wheat beer. Honey wheat. It's a honey wheat. This comes from Janessa. Thank you, Janessa. No adjectives needed on her name. From Bristol Brewing Company out of Colorado <laughs> Springs, Colorado. The Beehive Honey Wheat. Now, why would Bristol Brewing Company be out of Colorado Springs, Colorado? You know, I don't have an answer for that. This one's only 4.4% alcohol. Also, what's the deal with this lady? Oh, she's like in a diner in the 50s. Yeah. She's got a nice beehive. Oh, she's she has a beehive hairdo. Uh, and this is the beehive it. honey wheat. Mm. It's pretty uh, stereotypical. You know, sure. Of, uh, I think it's just a double meaning of the word. She even has the the mole. Does she? Yeah, but right under the right nostril, to to the right a little. Oh, sure thing. Yep. But she also has a tattoo oh. on her right arm. Oh, she would never have that. Yeah. Okay, so this is modern. Yeah, breaking out of the norm. This is modern. This is more like uh, yeah, like like current day pinup. What else do we have to talk about? I feel like there was some stuff. We we just, well, 
Oh, okay. We can talk about what happened at the office today. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Ask me some questions about that. Today at the office, uh, you, you folks, if you follow along on Twitter, you might have seen this. Connor Microwave Fish. I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. Um, that fish also included some broccoli elements. There was fish, there was broccoli. Which, ugh. Thank you. Ugh is the right response to that. Um, who, mi- who microwaves fish? I thought it was good. It was like fish sticks or it was fish? It was fish. It was uh, salmon. He thinks. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, you you want to talk about like cliche office etiquette? Yes. The, 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 the stereotypical office rule book. Cliche stereotypical. Right there on good. page two is you don't microwave fish in the office microwave. That's right. I don't know if you were aware of that going into today or not. I guess now that I think about it, it makes sense. Okay. But I, I don't know that I was necessarily aware of, like, it was an unwritten rule of every office in America. Mm. It is. Okay. It is. Uh, you had a strong reaction to being told you shouldn't do that. I just wonder, um, with some of these things... If anybody's ever taken the time to think about it, you know, I, I mean, how much of a, an inconvenience is it really to the other two people that work in this office at the same time? There's four. Right. But only two people could smell it because two <laughs> people are locked in this room. Wait. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. these these two people actually could smell it more because Thank you. for whatever reason, the vent just pipes right into here, which is ridiculous. Yeah, we can- I like it in here, though. I like the cool... No, it's great. But if we're talking about this situation specifically, Jake, look at look. I mean, and you work here, you know. But look at the microwave and look at what's directly behind it. It's yeah. that big ass air input vent. Yeah, it goes it goes straight into this sucker and it just blows out here. And, and, and you, you can smell act, it. And you can every single you smell, smell it better you smell in it here, stronger wow. here than you or can in the product studio or in the front office or in anywhere other than right next to the microwave because it sucks the smell away from the microwave and distributes it. Across the entire office. It gets dispersed. It does. It absolutely <laughs> does. It's a good So verb. this is even worse than just in the random break room at a, at a big corporation because that stays in the break room and the break room smells. You're right. This is the entire office for those four people. You are correct. Um, now, I, I want to hear from you on this side. I have a couple questions to ask you as well. Oh, okay. Being a person. You who, haven't cussed as much as you did during the day. Being a person who was. Being a person. Uh-huh here and uh-huh. was a victim of this yeah um, thank you i was victim could you describe to me just those couple minutes mm-hmm. yeah it was fishy <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> well done uh, the office smelled bad yep um uh multiple people unprovoked said what's going on why does it smell bad i don't remember that <laughs> i would dispute that uh ali came back and said it smelled like ramen noodles uh-huh Right, and Jake said, "Who's got fish?" Jake hates fish. Doesn't. So he hates fish. Yes, he's he's out on fish, so his opinion is disqualified. No, 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 no. He still has a nose. He didn't have to. He didn't have to taste anything. He, he would. Still, he he would have hated it. He would have hated it no matter what. Office. He would have hated it if it was at Long John Silver's. He still goes to Long John Silver's to get the chicken strips. It's so weird. The Sorensons yeah. still have like the nonstop energy and positivity yes. around here. Yes, yeah, less positive, but all the energy. <laughs> Less positive, 
yeah. He's okay. been beaten down like the rest of us. Okay, fair enough. Uh, <laughs> like, I got to tell you guys, when we started, uh, this is a subject change, so I apologize. It's okay. Off of your fish. Oh, we're going we're gonna to re, re-approach re- the yeah. fish. Okay. Um, I remember when Gaskins was here, and he, he uh, came into my office, and he goes, hey, What's up with the spaz? <laughs> no, he said. He said, "Do you want? To, yeah, yeah, yeah." He goes, "Do you want to? Do you want to start a morning show?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Well, you know, every sports station has a morning show, and I, I feel like we could get some ratings, and uh, you know, six to eight in the morning." And I'm thinking to myself, "Holy shit! That means I got to wake up like four thirty or five. Yeah, right. Brutal." <laughs> and we would come in here, and we would do the show, and then Gaskins. Gaskins, who is, well, you both know him. He's Uh a machine. Sure. Okay, and he's meticulous. Uh, I don't know when he sleeps. But after the show, he would go into the prod studio. He would lay down under the desk. (laughs) And he would take a nap. Just lay down under the desk. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm just tired. I just had to take a nap. (laughs) (laughs) And and then he'd wake up and he'd he'd do radio for six or seven hours. You know, it was just, it was incredible. I, I've never, no offense, Connor, I've never seen somebody like that dedicated to their craft as John Gaskins. Oh, yeah. No, I, yes, he, he got after it. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> Mark's, Mark's pausing. Let's circle that back to the fish because okay. a, a, a oh, thing whoa, whoa, about, whoa, we're back on the fish. A thing yeah, about John is that he was going to do what John's going to do. If he wanted to take a nap under that desk, he was going to take a nap under that desk. If he only wants a quarter of the donut, He's going to tear off a quarter quarter of the donut, and he's going yeah. to leave the rest of it behind. Um, the public perception on what he's doing, yeah, didn't matter a whole lot. Similar to how Connor doesn't give a shit. I do whether your nose is offended by his fish. He wants to eat the goddamn fish. I will say this. Yeah, Gaskins, you're right. That's a good comparison. That is. He would Gen- eat the goddamn fish. Generally, um, apparently outside of this rule, I'm aware of social etiquette. I'm, I am. <laughs> I am aware of things that are happening around me. I'm self aware. Would you agree with that? Uh, awareness and hmm. How would you describe your eating style? I don't know. <laughs> how would you describe it? <laughs> that was how do you eat a banana? banana. <laughs> I I accomplish it. You, you accomplish. Yeah. I would I would describe your eating style as accomplishing the task as yeah. well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, the food ends up in your mouth more I, or less. Hey, Happer got out of his car, and we shook hands. It was awkward, because we're like, what the hell do we say to each right, other? Yeah. And then uh, he had food, and I've seen him eat Qdoba on the uh, the videos you put sure, on Twitter. yeah. And uh, more on that later. <laughs> um, and and I said, what, what'd you get for food, man? And he goes, I I don't even know. I went to the mall, and I... I got this teriyaki stuff. You know that restaurant up there? And I was oh, like, oh. And I was like, so, yeah. I was like, so, oh, do you like that? And he's like, I, I don't even know why I got it. <laughs> you just walked in there. And, like, you just walked in. And you're like, oh, that, that looks good. Food, please. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's Thank Connor. You. That's Connor as an eater. He's just like, I just want some food, man. Like, you know just give this. me some food. People, listeners of the podcast know this. Yeah. They're well Absolutely. aware. Yeah. So when you talk about um, you being aware of social etiquette, and you caring about social etiquette. I that's, would say th- that's hit and miss. And I, I pick my spots. Sure. Uh, so let's pick on this spot. Okay. This spot, I will I will fully admit to you that I wasn't fully aware about. Okay. But now that you're aware, do you care? No. 
I have come because... to I have come to the conclusion that you all can fucking deal with it for five minutes. I honestly do agree with Hamper when wow. it comes to making the food. It's kind of like like if we had a, if if you had an office where it was like 20, 30, 40 people and somebody's microwaving fish, that's an all staff email that's going to go out. It's going to be like, hey, we gotta we gotta watch what we're making in the microwave. You know, some people don't like the smell. You guys have like four people in here. Mm-hmm. Like, just I I I love you, Mark. No, but I'm just saying, like, hey. the dude's microwaving some fish. You're gonna smell it for five minutes. He's gonna go eat it. It's done. I've seen a lot of uh. So for as big of a deal as as the people in this office made it, uh-huh. I've seen a lot of people agreeing with me on Twitter. Today. I've seen a lot of people agreeing with the other side on Twitter. I'm not going to say necessarily me because I. It hasn't been overwhelming on on the don't make fish in the Hang microwave. On. Hang on, because do you, do you want to see this? Do do I mean do you want to count up the responses? I don't know. <laughs> sure. Because here's one that says you're a monster. Here's, uh, but, here's but here's my rebuttal to that. Here's okay. one that says, and so we shall go to war. But this is here's see, one this is that perfect. says guillotines. It's just animations of guillotines. This is absolutely perfect, right? Because my theory is people just say shit because it is what they have been trained to say, or it is they saw it one time and they were like, you know what? This is the thing that people do. So I'm gonna bash this guy for making fish in the microwave, no, 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 no. and they've I never done it. With that. They've never been a victim. They've never of it. been a victim of it. These people all work in offices. They all have microwaves in their offices, and every office has that guy who doesn't give a shit and he just makes the fish. Every Maybe. office has that guy. We'll have to ask these those three people, especially <laughs> the guillotine guy. I'm curious about him. Curious about him. Okay, we'll reach out to him specifically. I said I I responded. By the way, uh, Josh, who got a shout-out earlier, uh-huh. double shout-out. He, he said, craziest thing about this is having fish at 11, 12 in the morning, and I eat lunch when I'm hungry. You know, that seems fine. That's lunch. Are you an early lunch guy or a late lunch guy? Well, I just I come, I, I come here, and I get done with football practice, and I come here, and I eat. That's it. Okay, whoa, 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 whoa. I got it. Okay. I got a, I got a real bone to pick with you. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, are you ready? Yeah, this is good. Yeah, I, I was waiting. For we'll go, we'll no, go back to the I, fish thing. Yeah, no, I, I, with all due respect to the fish story, it's a three-part story. <laughs> and I, no, hey, Mark told me before the show started, he goes, hey, we generally try to stay away from Husker stuff and, um, oh yeah, let's see yeah. job stuff. Let's hear it. Yeah. You ready? Yes. Yeah. So, I like to text into the show once in a while. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I notice. Um. And for all the dedicated seven ticket listeners out there, there, yeah, yeah, six. I six, yeah, five to seven. Uh, <laughs> I am Jake and Lincoln. My name is Jake. I live in Lincoln. That's correct. Yeah, clever. I remember. I remember texting Haffer because I uh, Haffer Happer. This is what happens when you have two and a half beers. We, yeah, sometimes we get, have gotten in verbal texts to me verbalizing fights. Well, wait, you're saying with me? I think so. No, 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 you're. I've never felt any vitriol from you. Oh, good. All right. Yeah, because I, I don't mean any. Yeah, and we don't take each other that seriously. That's correct. However, there was one time when I was like, fuck this guy. Because, no, in, in a in a lighthearted way. Yeah. Um, I feel like I had texted one time. And I don't read them? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't give fuck a shit. That I, don't, guy. I don't give a shit if you read them or not. I texted one time. It was before the season. And, uh, you know, it was fluffy time. Nebraska's going to be great. They're going to be solid. You know, they, they're favored to win the West. Adrian Martinez, defense. Conv- everything was just unicorns, rainbows. And I texted Happer and I said something like, 
Does anybody really know when they watch football practice how good a team is? Like, all we hear all spring and all summer That's right. is how amazing they are. And Happer and Snow were adamant. They go, listen, we can't explain it, but when the first game starts, just watch. Yeah. You said just yes, watch. I, I remember. Yeah. Okay, good. No, I remember. Happer said, yeah. just watch. Yeah. And when I heard that, I was like, okay. My my seatbelt is buckled. Like I'm ready to watch this team because be that great. that theory was they were going to be better and noticeably better, noticeably better than teams who were shitty. Than, was it than shitty like Group of Five like South Alabama, South Alabama, the South Alabamas of the world? Like we should have beaten South Alabama, you know, forty-one nothing. Right. Okay. Right. And so I, um, I I, I came into this podcast because I did want to have a, a healthy discussion about this. This is good. Um, I feel I want to have a healthy discussion about your social media habits as well, and it's kind of oh, all under the same umbrella. Oh, all right, we, we got a lot of problems okay. to this. Yeah. We got another hour in us. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. There, there, there's beers in the fridge. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> okay. I genuinely feel we're gonna get back to the fish too. <laughs> 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 all right, you guys talk. I gotta pee. Okay. I genuinely feel like people who go to practice and people who report on practice have no idea what the fuck is going on. You, you, you most of the time can't tell. I, the growth of like the fit, the actual physical growth, like how much bigger they got. Absolutely. 1000% noticeable when you go to practices this year and when you just see them up close. So that was what I was basing it off of. That's fair. That's fair. And, and, and what you don't do and this is this is what you're getting at. What you don't do is take into the account the opponents. And, sure, and sure. You're what you're thinking about, you're just thinking, okay, they're better, and you're trying to figure out how much better. So you just figure we're well, gonna be a better team, a lot better. So, like, but when you watch it, Happer, like when you say we look noticeably better, and then when you see us play on Saturdays, they how do you feel? They're they're, I mean, they're certainly bigger than they were last year. There's no doubt about that still. The defense is, is much better. But the defense is better. Yeah, and I thought going into the season that they'd be able to figure it out weapons-wise offensively, and they just absolutely haven't. Yeah. They just haven't figured it out. Like, okay. dude, dudes haven't stepped up, and, you know, Hunt got suspended and all that stuff, and they just haven't they just haven't figured it out. So I have a, a, a good coworker. His name is, uh, we'll call him Tom. All right. Because his Tom. name is Tom. Oh, yeah. And uh, he... He w- he went to Colorado for the game. Diehard Husker fan. Celebrates three-star recruits. This guy is, uh, he's all in, okay? And, you know, after the Colorado game, um, there was some, there was that 24-hour sentiment of the world's going to end. Always. Um, but, you know, he came up, he came to my room and he's like, hey, he's like, Jake, I, kn- I know you're a realist with the team and sometimes your tweets come off as negative. He's like, but uh, what, what, what are you trying to prove here? Like, what, what, what is your goal? What do you want to do? What do you want the team to do about it? And my answer was just, I don't know. It's not my job. And, and the reason I felt that way was because I would rather have honest criticism um, than phony positivity. I, I think it's honest from the media side. So, I, like, I, I see where you're coming from on that, and, and we get that, like, constantly. Do you guys get a lot of shit for it? Yeah. For, I, for pumping sunshine or what? Yeah, people say it to us all the time. And I'm just like, look, like that's how that's how I feel and felt about the team. And like people, 
a couple weeks in the season, they were like, you're a, you're a flip-flopper. And I was like, I've found out more information about the team. Sure. I've now evaluated it through three games. And That's it's fair. obviously a different picture than what it was. So, no, we, we get that stuff all the time. And I, I think it's, I don't think it's like the media's fault. We had. Uh, it's not their fault. We had, we had Parker on. Do you Parker remember this? Gabriel? Yeah, Parker Gabriel. Oh, who, who, on the podcast. Yeah. On the podcast. And he had just got here in the uh, right before the season started in 2017, Ryan's okay. last year. And he told us, and we didn't, none of us noticed. Wait, this is Riley's last year? Riley's yeah. last year, going into Riley's last year. So coming off a nine and four season. Yep. And, Terrible team, 2017. And, and we're like, this is going to be good. They should be, you know, the schedule's tough, but they should be able to be, you Compete. know, at, at least as good as they Tanner were. Tanner Lee's last year. the dude. Right. Right. Tanner Lee, all this stuff. And, and Parker's brand new. And he told us on the podcast, he goes, he, they, they watched the practice one day. They went back and he told Sipple and he goes, hey, this team sucks, right? <laughs> like, we all agree this team sucks. <laughs> and, so he was being real. Well, no, but nobody else saw it. Like, he came in with fresh eyes and nobody else could but that, nobody but, else could see and it. And that and that to me, Happer, is the problem. Right. And I'm not saying you that can't there's, see it because you don't have anything to compare you it have to. Nothing. And so, like, and also had a few drinks. I shouldn't name names. I'm not going to. But like, I see people's tweets that come in and they like, they watch like practice and they break. Shut up, Mark. <laughs> they break down practice and they uh, and and like they will tell you about how players look and stuff. And I read all of it and I just think to myself, you don't have a fucking clue. You have no idea. You're going to watch Nebraska practice the ones you can, and you're hearing the players talk positively about their team and the coaches talk positively about their team. And I've, like, I'm only 31. I've seen this same song and dance for 20 years. This same thing, like, oh, yeah, they look improved. They look better. And every year I'm like, yeah, we'll, we'll see in September. And then it always goes to shit. And then people wonder, like, well, what's wrong? It's, and I, I, you don't blame the fans. You don't blame the media. Um, I'm not blaming the team. I'm just saying, like, we got to – I just wish there would be more of a step back and there would be honest criticism instead of phony positivity. I wish there was an easier way to – to like to see red flags when there are red flags. Yeah, yeah. That's you know fair. what I mean? Like yeah. I I wish it was just easier, but like and, and there's definitely a lot of in the summer we just buy into stuff for no particular sure, reason at sure. all. Like there's there's that too. But But like for example, like I feel like in the NFL, we can say things like um you know, like Sorensen could come in here right now and be like, the Dolphins offensive line just sucks. You know, this player is terrible, this player's but with Husker football, we're like, oh, they're they're improved. You know, the offensive line should be better this year. And people get a little sensitive when it comes to criticizing college athletes. But in my that's mind, true. I'm like, that's but true. I'm like, but and and that's sad to me. I'm like, these guys are on scholarship. They're playing football for fun. And yeah, they're working really hard. But like, it's your job to be real, you know. So just say like, I don't know, the offensive line might suck, and it and it really does so far this year. Or you're more likely, I think, to to divert the conversation to other places that you actually do feel good about. Yeah. Like when, when there's a player who's like, mm, let's talk about a different That's spot. a good point. Let's, like, let's talk about Going into the year, we all thought the linebackers were going to be thin. We had no idea what we were going to get from linebackers. Turns out they're, they're not that bad, right? Yeah. But we just didn't talk about the linebackers a whole lot. Yeah. We talked about the defensive line. Yeah. Like, oh, hell yeah, they're going to look good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Davis's, Daniels's, 
Yeah. They're going to be great. And then, like, it bothers me. I, and, and buddies and I talk about this all the time. I People say, well, you're not a true fan if you're critical. You're not a true fan if you're not on board with... That's yada, yada. stupid. It is stupid. And, and, like, what is the definition of a true fan? I don't, I don't fucking know. It doesn't matter. But it doesn't matter. But... That's my least favorite conversation. I hate like, it. Yeah. What the fuck is a true fan? Yeah. Hate it. Hate it. it like... I don't know. I cheer on Nebraska, and I and like and I I'll cry if they win a national championship, and I'm sad when they lose. I don't know. I can like, vouch he's wearing a Nebraska hat as we speak. Oh, thank true you. fan. Appreciate that. Yeah, I'm a true fan because <laughs> I wore the hat. Um, but like the Northwestern win this weekend, like I'm sitting down in my basement and I'm watching, and we're tied ten ten with Northwestern, about to kick a field goal to win the game. And as I'm sitting in my basement, I'm thinking like we fucking suck. That's what I'm thinking. I'm watching the game, and I'm like, we suck. And here's what's going to happen if this walk-on from Nebraska, who everybody's going to celebrate, God bless him. Uh, oh, look at those Nebraska kids. Scott Frost is really bringing them back. When I, when I, That's right here. Yeah. And I'm like, have you looked on the TV? We suck. Yeah. We're an average football team. So basically, we were just, we came on the post-game show after that, and we were like, <laughs> So I don't know what the fuck that was on offense. You said that, but yeah, we said we said the f word and we didn't dump it either. It was it was really great, and and, and then you know, but but we won, like with the caveat. But of, we won, but we won, and that that's the only thing. It's like it's positive. They're four and two, and and whatever, and you keep on going. Yeah, that's and, what you and these do. people would like call in, and they were like, "I'm I'm sick of your guys's Kool Aid and pumping sunshine <laughs> and stuff like that." I'm like, what do I have to say? They suck at offense. Like they they cannot put a semblance of an offense together. It seems like right now there's all these different problems. I listen them all, but guess what? They won. I so was happy they won. There is my Kool Aid. Like I guess that's well. That's I, just I listened it. to your show today, and you. I mean the the theme of your show today was there's Wandale and nothing else. That is valid, <laughs> right? That's valid. And yet, somehow, still you're you're pumping Kool Aid. You right. know? Like, yeah, I'm and, sick of you guys. <laughs> Dude, I'm just sick of it. I'm sick of listening to it. So, like, if you had to say, um, Nebraska on a level of 1 to 10 for how much they suck this year, <laughs> what would you put them at? Seriously. And think about how you felt in July at Big Ten Media Days. And remember, you've had three beers, so be honest. Yeah. I think um, I thought that <laughs> the offense would be much better mm-hmm. this year. The defense is been everything what i thought it was don't dance around this simple um yeah we gotta be careful here yeah we gotta, yeah hey hey close your eyes hold on <laughs> um so okay I, but what are we comparing it to I sh- here let me rephrase it i shouldn't say how much they suck i should just say on a scale of uh let's just say in july you probably felt on a scale of one to ten you felt like an eight mm-hmm. you were feeling good about this year yeah we got a good chance to win the west adrian martinez might go to new york who knows Mm-hmm. Um, now, how do you feel? What number about it's the like, team? Yeah, it's like it's it's like five. Oh, I was gonna say it's like a three. We're a touchdown underdog against PJ Fleck and the Minnesota Gophers. This week will be big. Uh, it is a big game. Yeah, they could win, and if they do win, then I think the the narrative kind of changes at least a little. I bit. agree with that. Yeah. I do agree the narrative changes by week two. That helps by week. Yeah, and then two easy games, easy quote unquote, coming out of it. How much would your perception be different if they had beaten Colorado and they were five and one right now? None, because they got their asses handed to them against Ohio State. People want to point to the four and two, and they're mm-hmm. like, "Hey, you know, yeah. last year we started zero and six, and now we're four and two. I'm like, "Yeah, we got destroyed by Michigan last year, and we got our asses kicked by Ohio State this year." The players, they like, 
I I did genuinely believe, like when Frost uh, from year one to year two, um, I thought, wow, they are really working these kids. And you see, you hear about the results. You hear about what they're going through. They're waking up at four thirty. You see, people didn't realize how how far they have to go. That's fair. You know, from from even before the beginning of the season. But I but I hear that now. Yeah. I hear that now. Sure. And I didn't hear that in July. Definitely. It's like, yeah, oh yeah, well, hey, this is a long-term rebuild. This is a, give him some time. No, 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 no. When Scott Frost was hired, he said, "Hey, the Big Ten's going to have to adjust to us and year 2 is going to be dangerous." Mm-hmm. Well, you're a fucking liar. <laughs> you are. Like, I mean, they, like who's scared to play Nebraska right now? Nobody. Yeah. I mean, that I mean, I and once again, like I feel like I take heat for being negative, and I'm just like that's that's what it is though. Yeah, I wonder if um uh... I wonder how much better the offense would be if they could snap the ball right. Oh god! <laughs> or just or just bench that guy after a couple games. I, yeah, I, I don't know what the. Hey man, no that. fear of failure. All right, I don't care how many times you fail Jeez. on that snap. No fear of failure. It's super weird. I don't understand that. That is weird. Um, but yeah. Um, Happer, tell me, is is this too harsh though? Like, do you feel like we're being too harsh when we say that stuff? I don't think they're very good. I don't think they're very good. They're not very good. I don't think they're very good. But. Could they win seven, eight games? Yeah. Yes. The schedule's there. And, and I think that's, you know, kind of what people wanted at the beginning of the year. That's what I was going to ask. Is yeah. Beginning, beginning yeah. of the year, what were win expectations and where are they going to finish the year? It's going to be pretty much in line. Yeah. I think I said eight. Yeah. I, I think I said eight or They're gonna get to maybe eight. nine. Yeah. Yeah. It just, I, yeah. I didn't think they'd lose to Colorado. So I think I said nine. Yeah. But it's always, but I, but I just feel like after a loss to uh, Ohio State, the, the the narrative was for you know the red rose glasses it was well Ohio State improved significantly you know that quarterback is good they got the bodies and we don't and it's like well last year we almost beat them in Columbus yeah I mean they're not that much better than us forty one points they could have beat us eighty to nothing that night no they yeah well made too many mistakes sure they're sure can ball over like crazy yeah no I know um I also feel like maybe there's something wrong with Martinez that we're not hearing about yeah I, I am. I've heard that. I don't know. I, no I, evidence to support that. Yeah, no, I, but I've heard it. I, th- I think it's out there. That's for sure. I don't think he's injured. I really don't. And and I don't think the well, weight he is now. Well, yeah, sorry. <laughs> and I don't think the weight thing is as big of a deal as people are making it. No, no. Um, you're a good player. Or you're not. Yeah, I just think there's a lot of. He a, does look slower. He looks less decisive. It's, de- it's the hesitancy. That's what yeah. It is. That's what. It is. Is it because he's terrified because his offensive line can't? Walk? I think that's part of it. It is a big part of it. Yeah. Also, he has to jump for yeah, snaps that are out of the He doesn't, he doesn't know chest. where the ball's going to be right. at every yeah. single snap. Also, he doesn't have any good wide receivers. Like, except JD. For, except JD. for JD. Yeah. yeah. Um, Who got destroyed against Illinois. Yeah. Okay, so the other thing I wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. if you're okay with a little bit more Husker talk, I'm okay. This is my last, last one, Mark. Well, I'm gonna okay. have to pee soon too. Well, I I can't sustain a Husker talk, so should All we right. should we pause? And you you want to pause? Pee? Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll Give grab us. another beer. You pee. It'll Give be great. A second. Okay. Oh, okay. We're back. Now we're back. One more question. Okay, well, just one more topic yes, yes. with Husker football, and then we can go. China, uh, I, fish. China, fish. I know, Mark, you wanted to talk about social media for a second. I don't know. Well. You, you pretty well got it. I think, like, just like, well, I kind of want to talk about what's your motivation of going out there and, and, and being triggered. 
triggered okay. in, in the world. We'll talk about that. Okay. Okay. I'm going to pour another beer. This is beer. Do fun. it. Um, I want to talk about recruiting just Ooh. quickly. Um, and I want to, this is my qualifier and my preface. Um, the guy, like I, I, I've met Mark or Mark, Mike Schaefer several times. He's a great person. I love Mike. Um, but. no, 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 there's no, but, um, uh, and, and, and like, like Callahan, you, you know, I used to talk to Sean Callahan too, when, when I was working at the ticket and Sean, Sean's a great guy. Um, uh, Robin Wash, all these people. I don't know how you can, you can, um, cover recruiting and be critical. Um, and I'll, I'll catch, you know, I'll catch Shafe talking to you during the recruiting hour or I'll catch Shafe on Wednesdays when he's on with Jake and Sip. And, and I just never feel like I really get any true analysis of recruits. It's always this guy is physical. This guy is fast. He hits the whole well. This is what Nebraska needs. They need the depth here. This three-star is almost a four-star. And it's always the same stuff. And I'm just like, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and so I, I, I don't want to be, I don't want to become a cynic to recruiting. But when, whenever Nebraska gets a player, I'm just like, eh. Okay. I think I think you have to be that way. That that's the way you have to take it, and I think that's the way that the recruiting people have to do it too. But they're always positive. Because they are, and they're looking at it from that perspective. But they're also getting a lot of their information from the people inside the inside the walls. So no, they're like, true. "We're going after this guy. Here's what he does well." Here's why we want him, regardless of his rating and regardless of you know sure. what his tape says or whatever it is. We think he could be this, and I think that's kind of what they're going off of. Sure, basically. And the other part of recruiting is there's almost no way to tell when you have a bust. You know, like yeah, yeah. You just can't like or a good player or yeah or a guy that hits right. I mean. What's the difference between Wandell Robinson and, and Tyjon Lindsay? Like there is none. I have I have no idea. They're both rated exactly the same. I don't know if we could have predicted that one was going to be great and one was going to transfer to Oregon State, maybe after Riley got fired. But but, it, but but in recruiting, in general, you play the odds. And as far as the you know, the star ratings go, I only take them as seriously as I feel like we should, which is a fair amount. Uh, because the best teams in college football are getting the best players. And so anytime that I might say, like, for example, Tom Stevens says today on Twitter, I hear some people aren't celebrating three-star recruits anymore. What's a going on? A direct shot at you, by the way. That's fair. Direct shot. It was a good hit because I responded. <laughs> and the answer is, yeah, we shouldn't be celebrating those recruits because they wouldn't start at Alabama. And if we want to become nationally relevant, and if we want to become a great program, then we have to recruit like those great programs. The, the surefire thing that always comes back to me are a few things. Wisconsin never fails. Well, Wisconsin! I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. That's one program. They obviously have an established identity, and it works for them. Uh, we don't have that right now. Number two, everybody brings up Amir Abdullah, uh, <laughs> yeah. J.J. Watt, or um, Josh Jacobs. Well, you know, there was this three-star one time that turned into a great NFL player, and he, and he excelled because he developed in college. That's great. I'm glad that we found Amir Abdullah. Um, however, the percentage chance of a three-star performing well in the NFL or performing well for an elite college program, it's pretty slim. But if you get a five-star guy 
odds are he's going to play pretty damn well for your school. Yeah, I, I think there's some of like what can they what can they get? You, you Nebraska, know, right? Yeah, exactly. So is it wrong of me to expect us to start getting four and five star guys? I guess. Well, I think it's they, damn tough. They right, it is. It's really competitive. So they, they in, get, in college football, there's roughly three hundred four and five stars in every recruit. And there's class. roughly twenty to thirty five stars. Right. It's very small five star numbers. Yeah, yeah. And and there's a reason why Nebraska hasn't got a single one of them ever. Like, yeah, they're just they since what Baker Stein cooler. Well, I yeah, don't, you, you don't even count him. And Marlon Lucky was like a half five star because he was five star by one. And so let's just focus on other. fours then. Right. Yeah. Fours. We're always going to hover around the top twenty or twenty five for recruiting classes. What they'll what they'll always tell you is basically what you hear from fans is we're going to develop them and and all that stuff, which is a load of shit because it hasn't worked for twenty years. It can be. I, I just don't know, like. They have to, I mean, they have to get those guys, and they have sure. to hit, make them hit at a high rate because they're not going to get the five stars. Yeah. So there's going to have to be some that so are diamonds in the rough. So you've got to get the three stars, and you've got to be right. You have to them. be right. Yeah. And, and I think more importantly for a, a program like Nebraska is when you do get the four stars and the high four stars and the close to five stars, they have to hit. Yes. Every single time. You can't miss. And they have done a terrible job at that so far. Yeah, they have done a terrible job at that. So, but not, but not Frost staff so far. Yeah, you're you're right. But like when Frost goes to bed at night, does he think to himself, "We're going to be a top ten nationally relevant program in the next few years," or does he think, "Holy shit, how am I supposed to get elite talent in this country?" I think it is really tough to be Ohio State. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Yeah. So um, I, I think they're just I, on a different level. They are, or Alabama or Alabama, Clemson. Clemson same yeah, thing. It, yep. they just are. And so, how, how many you, how many programs are in that tier though? It's like it's those, five tops. Yeah, you've got those three and what? Gosh, Georgia, Georgia, LSU, borderline. Yeah, Notre Dame's borderline, probably with the recruits they're pulling in. Michigan gets great recruits. Um, so, I, I, there would be a line there. There at, is at some point with. Those those five, I would say LSU probably, and then in Georgia, belong in that group. As Maybe far some as Florida schools, the recruiting, the talent that they're recruiting, and how different it is compared. And really, it's just Alabama and Ohio State, and and Clemson made their Clemson very recently. Clemson kind of made their hay off of developing guys, and then just gradually taking step up, step up, step up, yeah. step up, and all of a sudden now they're in that room. And, and that's the blueprint, isn't no it? No doubt. It's way more the blueprint than Alabama is, than Ohio State is, for Nebraska. Anyway. Because Clemson was in the Gator Bowl with us, you know, <laughs> 10 years ago. And they went there for Oh, damn, directions. yeah, you're right. Yeah. Bo and I mean, Dabo. Bo and Dabo. And look at what Dabo's turned that program into. Yeah. Yep. I mean, so, I mean, I think that's the blueprint. I think the other maybe parallel blueprint is a, is a university like Oregon. You run a unique offense. Mm-hmm. You get the guys that come there. You, I mean, you score sixty points a game, and oh, uh, I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, and and we don't have the horses right now. We don't, and and that's and what, what Oregon I, never had was the defense to go along. You're with right. It, you know, and that's what Osborne did have. Yeah, but pe- he had a gimmicky offense and a great defense. And but people in this state would still kill to make a national title and lose by ten points. Sure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that, and that's what Oregon did. Right. I mean, and they were relevant for ten years with what they were doing. Yeah. So oh, yeah. that's what we need. I, and um, that's the way. Yeah, got to be unique. It's not the Ohio State way. That's they can't do it. We can't level. get that talent. Mm-hmm. We just can't. No. Um. So, do you think Frost knows that 
do you think Scott Frost knows uh, this is nearly impossible? Um, to win a national championship? Well, the answer is yes to that. Yeah. Do you or, think he knows it's nearly impossible to win a Big Ten championship? I think they can. Um, I think they can make the playoff. You think that's the true you, statement? I nearly so. impossible to win the Big Ten. Yeah, I do. I think they can make the playoffs. The only but, thing that helps Nebraska is we're in the Big Ten West. We've seen teams with with that type of profile in in the playoff in just a few years that it's happened so Michigan far. State a couple years ago, not that good, not good. You know, it's they're they're recruiting in the same range as, as Nebraska was, and it all came together and all that stuff. So they they could be that type of team, but when they get to the playoff, it's going to be just you know tough because that's those are the two thousand one Rose Bowl. Yeah, those are the teams that you're going to run into. And and who knows, you know, you you just roll the dice out there and you see what happens, but winning a national championship is different in my eyes than making the playoff. Sure. Yeah. Or even well, winning the it, yeah, Big 10 because sure. you win the West, you you, you, know, you have a good season, you win the West, you maybe you get matched up with somebody different or and so I I guess I you guess, beat Ohio State the one time out of 10. I guess maybe my the biggest crux with all of this is that I grew up as a young kid in the 90s. And that has led me to believe, oh, Nebraska could be amazing. And they should go into games against Northwestern and Minnesota favored by 21, 28 points. And they should, you should have no worries that they're going to win. And so do I expect that now? Absolutely not. But do I hope to at least, you know, beat those teams fairly soundly? Yeah. Like that's the goal someday. The goal is to go seven and one in the Big Ten and to, you know, compete with Ohio State and lose by a game-winning field goal and make the Big Ten title and compete. Yeah. And, and I don't think they're anywhere close to that, right? No, now. they're not. They're not. Mark? They need to get over beating the shitty teams first. God. Yeah. That's for sure. Did you have? But I don't think it's that, and that's what I was saying this offseason, too. I don't think it's that big of a jump to get to that point. Um, well, so that was what I was going to ask, because you said they're nowhere close to that. Now you're saying it's not that big of a jump. Right, which is the truer statement? No, no, nowhere close to winning a national championship. No, I, I think no. I. Think, well, no, but that's not what you said. You said nowhere, Jake. I'm sorry, Jake yeah, said ahead. nowhere close to winning the West and being a field goal away from the Big Ten championship and no. ending up in the Rose Bowl. I think that you know? take like winning the West by itself. How far are they away from that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. This year they're closer because the schedule is right. easier, but like talent wise. Uh, I feel like Wisconsin... Feeling good about it? No. Like, yeah, no. right. I, yeah, I'm I think, not feeling good. But it, it might not be a this year thing, but it could be like a next year thing. You know what I mean? You just stack it up year on year on year. These guys get older. The offense sure. should be, you know, I don't I don't know. It would be much better next year, I suppose. Um, Luke McCaffrey. I said, yeah, that's what I was saying in the offseason. Like, you, you know, you should be getting to the point sooner or later where you're beating the living hell out of these shitty teams and it hasn't been that way around here for a really long time or for a couple of years now at least you've always been worried going into those games and I don't know it's hard to tell how big of a step that is or how close to that step they are so the solace I take in some of these wins against Northwestern and Illinois is we're learning how to win mm-hmm that's what I tell myself as a fan. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, it sucks where we are. But at least we're finding a way to beat these teams. At least we're not 0-6. At least we're not Mike Riley's first year where we found every possible way to lose. And I think there's something to um, you know, becoming a better team culturally by winning football games. Yeah. And that's, what I, and that's how I felt after Northwestern. This sucks. We're not very good. Thank God we won. I hope that helps the team out. But could they win this week? Maybe. 
They yeah, could. they could win. So oh, Mike, yeah. Mike Riley, you know, went four and eight, and then nine and four, and, and that's I started six, seven and zero. Oh, by the way, five and seven, five and seven, five and seven. Yes. How dare you? How I'm, dare I'm you? My my fault. Yeah. I'm sorry, Mike. Um, <laughs> is you? I mean, year three was our, the telling year. Six there. and seven. They ended up being six and seven because they, the they, they, they won a bowl game. Yeah. Is that the path that Scott Frost is on? And and then what does year three look like? You know, is is he building a more stable house of cards? Is it not a house of cards? Because Mike Riley's was a house of cards. I feel like he is building a more stable house of cards solely based on just what the noise is around the program. And I don't think it's I don't think it's a we worship Scott Frost as our Lord and Savior. I think it's legitimately this dude is working these guys. Like he's making sure they're doing all they can to get as as good as they can. Yeah, he just comparatively, yeah, um, has a sense. And I don't think it, obviously it's not perfect, and he's still a young coach. But comparatively, they have a plan. Yeah, they do. <laughs> That's a good start. It is. It, it, yeah, yeah. As as we went on in the last set of coaches, just didn't feel like they had a plan. And there is part of me that that looking back at his, you know, his introductory press conference, um, and the swagger he had, almost cockiness, you know, the oh, Big yeah. Ten's going to have to adjust to us. Um, year two, we're going to be pretty dangerous around mm-hmm. here. I feel like he was coming off of an incredible run at UCF, and he thought we can take on the world. Yep. And and now he's kind of understanding. It's, it's like, been harder. It, it's tough. No this doubt. is going to be a lot tougher. Than I think I so too. I think yeah. he's realized that. Yeah. And he's never going to admit that, though. I don't think he'd ever say that. No, he never would. No. Both because he doesn't want that public perception, but also because he's a very prideful man. He's yeah. Lived, he's yeah. lived the uh, he's lived the same nightmare that we had to live coming into the Big Ten in 2011. <laughs> it's fucking hard. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It sucks, but it's hard. I thought it was really interesting. The Big Ten is terrible, right? Nope. They're I, actually really good. I yeah. don't remember if it was this week or last week or when it was, but someone asked, if, are you on schedule? He goes, oh, I, I don't have a schedule. Yeah. <laughs> well, you did. Uh, you got, did. You did. He's got a schedule. <laughs> he's got a schedule. He knows exactly what's going on. Did you have a question, Mark? I don't I know. feel like you were burning with something. I've been drinking. I don't know. Something about social media, though. Oh, I, okay. <clears throat> uh, Let's go here, Mark. What's your end game? None. There, I, I just feel like... Um, if... if I should I should say, go check out at yo Mr. Bogus. No, you don't have to pump that. Because no, 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 no. <laughs> for the for the purpose of this conversation, to see the sorts of things you put out there. Where do you get off? Uh I just <laughs> How dare you? I get tired of phony positivity. I really uh like to I'm not a contrarian for contrarian's sake. Okay. I feel like there is legitimate concern with the football program, uh, and I just want to be with my all 300 Twitter followers. I want to be a voice of reason and honest criticism, and it's not negativity. It's being a realist, and um, the reason I do it, it goes back to the days when I was working here with Gaskins. I legitimately felt like we were two of the first people in Lincoln to call for Bo Pelini to be fired. And we, we we pumped it on the air. And we got so much shit. Well, you know, it took Osborne 22 years to win it. No. It's clear this team is fucked up. It's clear that they're all on a short leash. leash. It's clear that Bo Pelini 
um, has some mental illness, and he is an absolute <laughs> psycho on the sideline. That's not how you treat human beings. It's clear that the team is falling apart. It's a beehive mentality. It's an us-against-the-world mentality. And uh, they get their asses kicked in big games because of that. And so when we started to pump that, um, we got a lot of flack from a lot of fans. And we just kept rolling with it because we felt like this guy isn't going to win big here. So just get used to it. Like he's, he, There's some issues with this team. And so now uh, when he got fired, we felt like we were validated. Um, I remember Gaskins uh, stayed in my place for the Iowa game. And he woke up the next morning, or two mornings later, and we found out that uh, he had been fired. And it was like Christmas morning. <laughs> we were like, thank God he's gone. Like, we're like, I'm sure he's a wonderful person and uh, he's got a great family and stuff, but I'm a football fan and I want us to do well. And this isn't the guy. What did you think when they hired Riley? Um, because I can tell you what Gaskins thought. Cautiously optimistic. I mean, I, I, I remember I, being pretty jacked. Until, I was like, yeah, un, I was un, like, really? Yeah. Until there's a game, I'm always going to be excited. Sure. I'm going to be like, hey, let, like, let's go. Like, let's give this guy a shot. Oregon State, all right. Like, he sucked there. Like, let's figure it out. Like, let's see if he can do it here. Mm-hmm. We hired the exact opposite of Bo Pelini. We hired a calm, hippie liberal from California. That's right. Like, let's see what happens. And uh, it didn't work out. But you can't tell me you weren't just effing jacked for that Wisconsin game when we were 6 or 7-0 and oh, and you thought things were on the right track. I was, I was excited. And then what happened? Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> I was excited because it was so vastly different and you know, we all, it was an overcorrect and we were just all under the impression that it's like, Oh, this is going to work because it's everything that Bo didn't do. Yeah. So Bo, you know, in that regard got painted out to be everything is wrong when actually there were some things that were good and they were winning eight, nine games a year and that's okay. (laughs) And then they did everything different and now Frost has done everything different fuck you Mike Riley you're wrong about everything yeah it's 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 kind of just I, crazy how it's worked out I just don't like Mark I, I I I'm very aware that some people probably just think I'm trolling yes uh, people do think that but it's not the case I don't think that I I don't think that I genuinely I can I can I can for 100% certainty say that people do think that because I today said hey Jake Bogus is coming on the podcast. Oh, that fucking troll. Yeah. So, yes, people do think that. Yeah, and that's because their head is so far up <laughs> Nebraska football's ass. Sure. That's yeah. what it is. Like, you got to take a step back. We're a very average team. We just got smoked two weeks ago, 48-7 to by a great team. We're nowhere near where we should be or, or what I hope us to be. So, like, what is the point in me trolling when I also, like every other fan, would love to see us win the Big Ten and win the national championship what good does it do to pump phony positivity into the team when you could be real about it? Um, we should not be celebrating field goal victories over Northwestern. That's not Nebraska football to me. I just think to myself, like, that, that, like I don't want to have a son someday and take him to a football game and be like, well, I hope we beat Illinois today. No, like, I really want to get Nebraska football back to being a top 10 nationally relevant program. The place where I'll push back is I don't think it's, I really, in some most regards, I think, I don't think it's phony. I don't, I really don't think it's phony. I just think, like I was saying earlier, I just think we don't have anything to compare it to. And so it's just like hard 
so all we all we hear is like good, 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 good. All this stuff is good. We see the players and they're sure. bigger and and all that stuff. And you it's like twenty okay. minutes of practice. But and where do we go? Like, my, and that's okay. all. That was always the question for me during the summer. Like, they're going to be better, but how much better? And that was net. We could never answer it. Like, we don't know the answer to it. And my answer to that, or my rebuttal to that, would be. Um, just like you have gone through the last several years hosting a sports radio show, um, understand that guys like Gaskins and guys like me have recycled the same topics as you, and we've been through this shit the last 15 years. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing every year. It's the same. We get excited for the second string running back at the spring game. We get excited in July at Big Ten Media Days when one player says we're going to beat Michigan. We're gonna, Oh, yeah, we're going to compete with Ohio State. And then the games happen. And it's the same cycle over and over again. Yeah. So when people say like, "Oh well, if we develop these three stars, if we do this, this, this," and I, and in my opinion, I'm just like, "Why don't you? Why don't you be real with yourself? Like until we actually show it, just stop with this crap." And I'm not telling people not to go to games. I mean, go ahead and support the team however you want, but uh, we should be a lot better than four points in Illinois and three points in Northwestern. That's what I. That's what I would hope. Mark. <laughs> That I, I, I stopped listening a little bit ago. Sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> so, yes, Mark, I, I'm not trying to be a troll. I'm trying to be a realist. I feel like Gaskins and I... I know that you're not trying to be a troll because I, I know that's what you actually believe. And, uh, like, it's the same thing for me. Like, when you listen to my show, I hope it's like, yeah, he... I might disagree with them, but it might it's fucking genuine. That's yeah. actually what he thinks. That cuz people people call in all the time is like, "Hey," or text in they're like, "Hey, why don't you say what you actually think instead people of just say being, that. Yeah. And I'm like, "Dude, my life would be fucking miserable if yeah. I if I had to sit here and just like say what people told me to say." And there it are would, some people out there like that that yeah. like I, I feel like members of the there's local There's no other media. way that I could do it. There, like, there's, there's not. There's no other way that I could you do it. You have to talk for three hours a day. Yeah. I, I have like I have Four. to be real about it. There's no yeah. other way. But people accuse me, accuse people, like people in the radio industry of that all the time. Well, so, I mean, fuck. and yeah, well, you know, I mean, Alloway at the J School always said, if 50% of people love you and 50% of people hate you, you're doing a pretty damn good job. Right. So, I mean, um, you're always going to get criticism. What about 70-30? What about is that what you're shooting for? That's 70, a big number. Which, which? 70, 30, hate. <laughs> you're trending the right direction. <laughs> oh, As a man, man who doesn't give a shit whether he microwaves fish in the office oh, or not. Oh, here we go. You know, I, I, I think that that's on brand for so you. So the fish was good. Good. Um, Glad to hear it. The, the broccoli, also good. What about the cauliflower rice? Cauliflower rice, also good. Is right. that is the what, you're going with cauliflower rice? Went with cauliflower rice. I don't know why. Just oh, did. that's what his mom made. That's what my mom made. Uh, it came in the Tupperware. Do you live in Lincoln? No. You live in Omaha. Yeah. Does Do you she, drive here every day? Yes. Does she write you a note with your lunch every day? No. Okay, that's good. I pack it myself. Nice. Yeah. Can I ask you a personal question? Yes. The last time I saw you, uh -huh. which was probably about five years ago. Oh. Yeah. We were. Uh, we were drinking on a rooftop at... Oh, yeah. Uh, Berries. Yeah. Hmm. That was the last time. Was... Are you still seeing the chick? Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. So five years ago. Oh, that's a long time. That yeah. is. So it wait, was wait, no. five years before that when we met. Wow, you've been together 10 years. Just about, yeah. Oh, so, so what's your status right now? He's in a relationship. Happily that's together. His... Yeah. But also, you, you know, like, the I more do. you bug a man about getting engaged, yeah. the less he wants to do it. That's that's not true. Uh, 
but the the peer pressure has been there for quite some time. Oh, I'm not going to bug you about it. Oh. You do you, man. I won't bug you about it since you yelled at me. Yeah. Thank you, everybody. Did you tell him, <laughs> did you tell him to fuck off when he kept bugging you about getting married? What did what did we talk about? Basically, fuck off. I'll do it when I want to do it. Stop bugging me. Yeah. I remember. Okay. I don't know if we've talked about this on air. Like the reaction to that. Uh, can I can I get another beer, Mark? Sure. Yeah. In in the fridge. In the, are there's, you sure? There's some copper alts in the Happer? fridge. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm actually good. He's got to drive to Omaha. Yeah. His parents judge him when he comes in drunk. <sighs> They're sleeping. <laughs> they probably will be. Um. Yeah, sure. So, when we started this podcast, and I, I feel like I asked you many times, like, can we talk about what's going on with you and Jackie and and all this shit? And then one day, you're just like, hey, enough of that, all right? Yeah. And I, I feel like I was following the rules, and I was I was doing, like, I asked permission, uh-huh. and then it was just done. Like, like you snapped at me. Yeah, uh, I think that is probably, was probably the result of... You know, just an accumulation of people doing that exact same thing, just poking and prodding and trying to get a reaction. I wasn't trying to get a reaction. No, but just like you know, it's, I think it's more trying to prod you along. No, I, you know. I, well, I, I think the problem that night in particular mm-hmm. was you were um, like I, I was telling you exactly how it was going, mm-hmm. and you didn't believe. Hmm. Like, okay, I don't remember. I, I don't really remember it specifically, but I, I'm just like, look, you know, I'll talk about this, and like we we talk about it all the time, right? Jackie and I, yeah, and everyone's fine with it. That's your girlfriend's name, yes. Okay, and that's, that's this dude that lives I, over on Farnham. I feel like you were like, nah, that's just what she says. She's not fine, and and oh, okay, okay. There's probably some of that, um, but I could see me having that attitude right there, and there's there's probably some of it and i know she wants it to happen and you know but what did you do you spilled everywhere damn it but that's that's just what happens when our guests come in Rookies. they spill every time beer four always gets messy you know that's why it's three beers later okay to be fair <laughs> there are four drops on the counter there's a lot on that chair four drops <laughs> wait you took, you took four paper towels for four drops Took three paper towels. Don't, <laughs> don't exaggerate this. And I'm going to sit on it, too. Uh, I've been looking forward to this podcast for a while. I told you this is a mini vacation. Yeah, we're, we're going we're gonna to take advantage of it. Everything's fine. Everything continues to be fine. I feel great. <laughs> Just like I ate that fish today. All right. Well, like, I still sense, like, wh- when I went to get a beer and then I came back in here, I uh, just a vibe. There's some hostility going on in here. This is why there's questions on whether we'll make it past episode 100 or not. Oh, people don't believe in our in our friendship. Well, you guys are friends. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> he moved away from me. You know, it's, it's strained. He moved away from you. Hasn't he lived in Omaha for a while? No, no. a month. Oh, yeah. Did you live in with? The, did you move in with the parents to save some cash? I did. Okay, that's a smart move mm-hmm. to to save some money for marriage. That's right. Huh? And to buy a house somewhere. That's right. That's Aww. a smart move. It's a smart move. And the to, and to, uh, and to uh, see uh, maybe a couple little Connor Happers running around. Mm-hmm. That is that is on. You're all on the right track. Probably wow. not from your parents' house. No. You know? <laughs> Would rather not. <laughs>
<laughs> so does she live in Omaha? Yes. Also right. that. That's good. Mm-hmm. It's a step in the right direction. One step back, two steps forward. That's right. That's the plan. When's Sorensen getting married? Ooh. He's been with the lady for how long now? Couple years. Has it been that long? Year at least. Yeah. They seem happy together. Definitely a year at least. I almost almost two. Within the month. He's getting married within the month. Whoa. I mean. That's your guess? If they've been together for a year, yeah, he's going to lock it down immediately. I think uh, you know the season. Christmas. It's when it's going to happen. Mm. That's my guess. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You guys got your uh, Nebraska Diamond ads playing for Sorensen? <laughs> Is he going to get a free diamond out of this? The proof yeah. was in the performance. <laughs> Can I tell yeah. you guys something? Yeah, I, was, I, got my, I got my wife's engagement ring for Nebraska Diamond. Yeah. And uh, it was... Not a sales pitch. It was an incredible experience. Did they have a bigger selection than all the other engagement ring stores combined? It, it was an incredible was pitch in there. <laughs> and uh, I sat down. I met with him three times to pinpoint exactly what we wanted. Wow. Um, And I don't know where I was going with this story. They're great. It was there. just great. They are great. It was just great. <laughs> it was. It's just a great place. Oh, I know. Did they so, give you a deal? Uh. I wasn't working on the ticket anymore. Oh, okay. But, but uh, I asked the lady uh, who sold me the, the diamond. It was her dad who owns it. Okay. And I said... Uh, so that's the guy on the commercial? I don't know if it's, her, uh, if it's him. She's also the person on the billboard with the yeah, face. Right. That's her. <laughs> that's who sold me the diamond. I love that. Wow, that's pretty anybody good. Anybody just listening said, she's the person with the face? Did you yeah. have, to, did you have the, to pay uh, extra for that? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I asked her, I'm like... Hey, I've heard your like your radio ads, and it's always the same thing, like over and over again. Yeah. She said her dad studied advertising and was told that messaging is the best way to go about getting into somebody's head. Yeah, and uh, them remembering the ad, and then they hopefully come to your place. And so you guys have played that same ad since I worked here. That ad has been on the air since I had a paper route. Mm-hmm. In in the late nineties. Oh yeah! Wow! Like, I remember that, walking that around is, Panama listening to KFRX. That guy is almost certainly dead. You think so? Oh yeah! And he's been on every radio station in the state for the last twenty years or fifty years. Maybe he's not. Who dead. knows? He's dead. He will never. He's die. dead. That's yeah. He's dead. He probably listens to this podcast. <laughs> he's probably patron number five. That's uh, that's unlikely. Well, that's he that should come really- on. He should come on at the sponsorship tier. Oh my! And God. we could play that commercial. If if he is alive or if anybody knows of him, please send him in our direction. I want to talk to him. <laughs> Wait, I do too. What, what's what's the power ranking on who you want to talk to? Him or astronaut? Oh, he's up there. Yeah, guy who's been in space. Nebraska Diamond guy. Nebraska Diamond guy. <laughs> takes the cake. They're both top tier. <laughs> they are. They're both top tier. <laughs> They're out of this world. Or David Wallace for a third time. Because that's the most likely to happen. No, that's that's a different tier. That's a, <laughs> a different. That's, that's a lower tier. Okay. How would you guys? Uh, l- another hypothetical here. Uh-huh. How would you handle if legitimately Scott Frost said he'd come on your podcast? Mm. Like, how would you handle? Like, would you be nervous? No, we would. Just, I well, I don't know how Mark would do it. I would just bullshit. I would never. Would talk. you really? Would you bullshit with him? Oh, absolutely. That's what we did at. He. Um, so he came on with us at Media Days, and he sat down, and he had just got done doing the whole... They had travel problems yeah, and yeah. stuff like that, and it was a long day, and he had just got doing 
fucking six other radio stations. We were the last one. Okay. I was like, perfect. This is great because he's over it. He's got a huge dip in and <laughs> we're just going to, I'm just going to ask him about his golf game. And uh, then he ended up talking shit on simple and it was, it was great. It was perfect. We didn't really talk about football. That's great. That is no, that's good. So you think he could come in here and shoot the shit for two hours? Oh yes. What uh, if it were Mario Verduzco? Same. What are your thoughts on Scott Frost and Husker coaching staff dipping? Pro. <laughs> You're pro dip. Yeah. Not that I've never. When I dip, you dip. Yeah, we all dip. I mean, I chew tobacco in college, like at a party. If somebody's like, "You want to dip?" I was like, "Okay, whatever." Um. I don't know. Maybe it's the. I, I, I shouldn't say pro. Whatever. I don't yeah, fucking care. Yeah, but like I, I also feel like as a public school educator now, uh-huh, I yeah. see our flag university. Well, chewing tobacco is illegal on campus, but he does it. But he does it. Yeah. Good luck calling him on that. Yeah, He's right. above the law. Him and Verduzco with his cigar and all that. Is Verduzco yeah. smoking in practice? No, he did. The, the cigar is never lit. Oh, he just chews on the cigar. Mm-hmm. My uncle does that as well. Really? Yep. Yeah. It's what. People who used to smoke a lot of cigars do. Really? Just get the taste of it? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was the reason behind it. I think usually, yeah. Okay. Um, as a as a day job station, we've never had more interaction on a post than when we posted, was it a, a video? So, it was yeah. a video of Scott Frost at Big Ten Media Days in 2018. 18. Yeah, he, he, came, he came up to Media Days and he wasn't going to do one-on-ones with all the radio stations. So he said, okay, we're going to do... A just radio Group. powwow. Yeah. Group. Okay. Okay. So I I got it on video, and he's got a dip it like a huge dip in with a suit on the entire time. Is he and, doing pouches, or is this guy getting chopped? Oh, it's straight. It's, it's long, long cut. cut. It's long cut. Okay. But it's wow. It's, but but he's gutting it. He's, Are you kidding? Me? He's not spitting. You you got him swallowing the chew. Yes. Yeah. I mean, this is a six minute video, right? So like, yeah, I mean, it's a it's a good it's a good media powwow session, and um, you know, I, I was very aware of what was happening and how fucking hilarious it was during nobody the time. else knew though. But I put the you know I, I put the video up on Facebook and I didn't I, I didn't make any sort of note of it. I'm just like here's Scott Frost. You but you knew. But I knew. Did you get him chewing it? Like, did you get him taken out of the no. can? No. Okay, okay. Everybody, every single, every comment. single, every comment. single comment, <laughs> oh, yeah. every single comment. That is so good. And it's all like, <laughs> "Fuck yes, got fraud." Look at him gun that shit, <laughs> oh, boy. That's Her a coach who swallows the chew. <laughs> Okay, especially a man like Scott Frost who cares so much about his health and yeah. well-being and he's like buff as shit. He's right. swallowing his yeah. dip. Well, yeah. In that situation, yes. Proud to wow. say, when we talked to him in 2019, he had a spitter with him. He, Did he? he? No he spit, shit. He li- so we, we, we actually had him one-on-one, so he slapped the headphones on. Okay. And he, he, he would lift the mic up, slide the mic up. <laughs> no shit. Oh, oh, I didn't know down. that. I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. And I, I feel like uh, <laughs> Chenander dips more. When I yeah. see him in pictures, he's always no. They're dip. just a, yeah. They're just some dudes. They're just I, a bunch of dudes. I love the juxtaposition of Scott Frost coming to your table and and chewing. I mean, the, it's it's a it's a cup of of spit. Yeah, yeah. And then PJ Fleck comes to your Ooh. table, sees a cherry coke, and goes, "Oh, that shit will kill you. That stuff will kill you. That's yeah. poison right there." Wow. <laughs> you're uh, you're not a Fleck guy, right? I've fallen. Uh, Oh God! I have been uh, what they've always said. I've been vexed by him. What they've really? always said is when you sit down with him one on one, 
you become a PJ Fleck fan. It it would be I, I just put my I put myself in his player's shoes and I'm like, you know what? It's fucking weird, but I would just I would buy in. I would just, I would just buy into this. He's so weird, but I, I'm in. You would? Yeah, I think I would. Um, see, I think it's phony. All written all. It over probably it. is. It's a lot of fluff. It probably is. It works great at you know a Mac school, but I mean. But then again, they're a touchdown favorite this weekend, and they're doing really well. They're undefeated. So, I mean, apparently he's rowing the boat. He's uh, fine. Best best dip story. Okay, go. Not This is not me. Well, I guess it's kind of me involved. But um, it's also Big Ten Media Days involved. Okay. Um, this was a, a, a few years ago now. We have uh, Gus Johnson. Oh, okay. And he comes down, and he and he sits down, and he's uh, he's got a dip in. Gus Johnson? Gus Johnson. No way. And so I'm sitting there and I'm doing the interview <laughs> and Brett's the other guy and he's and and he's Gus has this kind of like handler with him sitting at the table with me and him and Brett gets up and he and he goes to take a picture and he's got his can of uh fucking <laughs> he's got his can of um uh Kodiak. Okay. Like like you know, it's two dollars. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's very cheap. Timberwolf chew right here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he and he's got his can on the table. He's like he's very not shy about it. Brett goes to take a picture and very, very calmly so this wow. is this is the can. Puts his hand over the can, snaps the picture, doesn't care anymore. Wow. So he's aware. He's a pro. Yep. He's also got his, his coffee cup and he's very subtly spitting into his oh, into coffee, the coffee cup, cup into the cu- into the coffee cup. That's just a dude Smooth. who's addicted to nicotine, man. Mm-hmm. He just has to have it there. Yep. Less blatant than smoking a cigarette. I thought that was just absolute pro move. That is Gus Johnson. Well, I w- I would have Gus Johnson would have been one of the last people I, I would have ever guessed that choose. Yep. Of uh, any media member. Mm-hmm. That's that's an incredible story. Are you a fan of Gus Johnson? Yeah. Broad- broadcast style. Yes. You like it? Oh yeah, get as jacked as you want to get. That's fine. Yeah, okay. I, I I do feel like he has. Uh, um, I mean, it's not his fault, but I feel like college kids want to sound like him now. Mm. And it's like that's you're probably not, true. You're not Gus Johnson. Like just oh call down. yeah, you know oh, what yeah. I mean. Uh, or the Bill Rafferty's of the world, the Gus Johnson. Just like okay, just just settle down. You're not there. Yeah. Like you're not you're not that guy. <laughs> I don't know what kids these days in broadcasting are thinking. Well, they're not because you're so far removed. Mm-hmm. No yeah. cap, no cap, no cap. Exactly. I don't know. I haven't. We. I haven't. Mm, no. Well, let's, you're not gonna go there. No, let's not. I was just gonna say I haven't. Uh, we haven't. Sounds seen, like you're going there. We haven't seen that much talent come out recently. Ooh, don't yeah, don't go. We don't know. Yeah. Mm. That's all. I mean, Jake Sorensen and Connor Happer are still around. That is true. Staples. Did Tom Stevens go to UNL? Yeah. Okay. How can we talk about how amazing Tom Stevens is? Yes, we can. Um, <laughs> one of the funniest guys I've ever met. Yeah. Uh, Gaskins and I will regularly tweet or not, or we'll text each other when Tom sends out a tweet. <laughs> and I love I, that he's discovered Twitter. Yeah, I love it's that. really Tom, fun. Tom's for everybody. tweets, I can hear him saying them, <laughs> and when I read them, like they're really simple tweets. Like if anybody else sent it out, I'd be like, "What the hell?" But Tom sends it out, 
Like, Tom will send a tweet out during the Minnesota game that'll say something like, can we get a center to snap the ball? <laughs> and I'll, I'll, read, hey, I'll read that tweet and laugh so hard. I'm going to go to Tom's tweets. Yeah, I, I, go I think to Tom's example tweet. of, like, basically, it's just like, I, I have this vision in my head of a Tom tweet, and it's basically like, hey, how about this for an idea? Kirk Cousins sucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nebraska basketball is the best. Uh, but you got to. Oh, and he's phenomenal in those Size and Stevens videos. I know. It's Parker's great. always like, hey, here we are. And Tom smiles and waves. This is great. <laughs> it's always so good. September 30th, he, he quote tweeted a pro football talk tweet about Kirk Cousins. And it says, it's time to show Kirk the bench. <laughs> That's it. It's so simple. But you could just see Tom in here being like, it's time to show him the bench. This is the way he says it. Makes it so much better. Nebraska has 10 penalties for 112 yards. Not good. Not good. That's not good. <laughs> I think Nebraska leads the world in fumbles. Yeah. That is a tough Nebraska thing. should look into recruiting a pass rusher. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Oh, Tom. Oh, Twitter legend. How many? He's got more than a thousand Twitter followers. He, he, he needs to. Yeah. Because like they're, they're not that frequent, but when they pop up, yeah. it's just absolute gold. They are. He's at 1,500, 1,582. Oh, go, Tom. Yeah. Yeah, and you know Tom's the kind of guy that has no idea how many Twitter followers he has. Oh, yeah. No no clue. Yeah. That's so great. <laughs> <laughs> and he would never microwave fish at the office. No. Never. That's true. He no. has respect. You know what he does microwave? Oh, God. Water. Water. No shit. Yeah. For his coffee or no, what? No, just for he his drinks to, hot to water. drink the hot water. He drink, but and, and, what? And what we say is, Tom, we have a hot water dispenser. We have a coal again. It comes out really fucking hot. It's hot. I'm, I'm, I I drink tea at the office, right? And yeah. I, I, I use the coal again hot water dispenser to brew all of my tea. It's really hot. I have to let it sit there for 15 minutes before I can even touch it. And Tom it. goes, no, not hot enough. Why so he take, drinking, Why is he drinking hot water? So he takes. I don't know. The, he takes the cold Culligan water. And he and puts it in it. the microwave. <laughs> He'll have two cups of coffee, but then he cuts himself off from the coffee, and he will drink hot water after that. Just hot water, but it's got to be boiling. Yeah. So yes. I, I don't, I, I'm really curious. There's, how, there's a simmer to it. I want to know how long he microwaves. I don't know the answer to that. It, it could be a full, you know, it could be like two or three minutes. Yeah. Sometimes. Over oh. the top is better. Three. Hey, seeing, seeing him and Gaskins interact in here some days. <laughs> Well, you were here for that. You yeah, were here for yeah. That. yeah, yeah. Priceless. Uh-huh. I mean, you can't. Tom is uh, one of the kindest people that I've ever met, and um, you know, God bless Gaskins. But some of the things he would do on the show, even if Gaskins hear this, he would admit it. Like there were some, there were some heated arguments they got into, or some really meticulous things that Gaskins would want to fix, or, or Tom would just say like, "Hey, we're not going to do this bit. It's not funny." And then John would still want to do it, and Tom would just be fucking furious about it. Um, but, you know, Tom, he can't blow up at him. Right. He would just sit here and look mad mm-hmm. because he's going to let him be. He's going to let him do his thing. Um, on a side note, Tom is like one of the easiest people to work with in the world. Yep. And in incredible shape. So when he had his heart attack, that was stunning as well. Right. Or I, I, honestly, guys, I, the, I would say... One of the things I miss about sports radio the most is Tom Stevens. Tom Stevens. Yeah. yeah. Just 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 the random shit he would say throughout the day is just hilarious. He's like Dana Carvey of sports radio. We I mean, we we always thought he he looked and talked a lot like Dana Carvey. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, we've had people who worked with him at Broadcast House too come in on this podcast and say, "Yeah, we love nothing more than coming in in the morning and listening to Tom rant about the Vikings." Yeah. You know, just just amazing stuff. Three beers later, hotline. Hey, have you guys called David Wallace yet? No, no, not but, today. Yeah, oh. but been been waiting a little bit. Oh, okay. All right, that was all. All right, I'll hang up and listen. Okay. Thanks, See ya. caller. All right, later. You guys got a legit caller. We had four callers last week. That was weird. Do you just like tell people to no, call? No, I haven't said shit. I haven't said a thing. Last week I said one. How like, long has this podcast been, by uh, the way? Good question. Really long. Are we in? Are we close are we, to do three we need hours? To stop? I'm sorry. No, we're at like two and a half. Oh, that's normal. Yeah. That's normal. Okay. We, we can, can stop after this beer. We have things to accomplish. What do you want to talk about? Uh, well, um, we got it. well, first of all, we didn't finish the fish thing. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we finished the fish thing. Yeah, we probably did. Connor's just a selfish ass who wants to eat fish at everybody else's expense. I'm a selfish ass. Selfish ash. What are you on? Uh, I've been good drinking. Good place. I've been drinking. Um, ash hole. Eh, fork off. Um, we need to rate beer three. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. I almost forgot about it. I did forget about I, it. I did, no, too. No, I, I got it. Okay, this is the Honey Wheat from Bristol Brewing, which is not in Connecticut. It's in Colorado. That nah, was fine. It was 7.5. Yeah, it, you know, it was a good beer. Uh, I'm go to the bathroom de- again. I definitely tasted the honey. You, for real? Yeah. We're almost done. Broke the seal. We're just... We're, we're almost done. I like to be comfortable when I do Urban okay. Dictionary. All right, you go. Somehow I'll manage. <laughs> uh, this Honey Wheat beer... You could definitely taste the honey in. You think so? Yeah. It was uh, crisp honey. Mm. Um, I'm going to give it a B. Get no. it? That was a pun there. Oh, I, I do yeah. get it. Yeah, but I actually yeah, do give it a B. It? No, I'm not going to explain it. Okay. No, uh, <laughs> but it is a B. It was crisp. It was light. It was good. I don't remember much about it. I drank it <laughs> again really fast. It was a long time ago. It was like an hour ago at this point. Um... I'm sure it was fine. I don't remember being offended by it. It was a wheat, so I'm going to knock it a little bit, you know, for perception's sake. We'll call it a 7.3. Why not? It's good. Uh, Mark, what's your favorite beer? Hmm. My favorite beer. So you've just had a big moment in your life. Yeah. And you're going to go to the store and buy a six-pack of beer, and you have Mm, everything available to you. What are you buying, Mark? Wow. Uh, it's a, it's a really loaded question. It really is because I mean, I, no loaded question. Do I want to sip on something? The, the best, okay. The best beer I've ever had. Oh, right? Sure. Sure. The, the one that has surprised me the most, the one that where I took a drink and go, holy shit, this is amazing. Yeah. Was from White Elm. It's the apple brandy Champarado. Really? Yeah. That 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 is the one beer. What does this taste like? It it so it's their Champarado stout is I mean it's cinnamon, it's vanilla, it's chilies, it's coffee. There's a, a lot of stuff going on in the stout. But then they took that stout and they threw it in an apple brandy barrel. And the predominant flavor you took out of it was apple. Yeah, it is very good. And, so good. And it, it was just it was surprising. It. It, it's not like anything I've ever tasted before, and that's the one beer where I'm like, yeah, I, if I see it somewhere, I got to go find it. All right. <clears throat> but but I'll, I'll say this about it. it. It's like 
it, it's a double digit beer. It's it's a sipper, right? Okay. Like, I'm not I'm not gonna sit there and pound those all night long. Okay. So when you're talking about a celebratory beer, maybe that's not the one. Okay. But the one beer that like I would seek out of all the beers I've had, that's the one. Uh, favorite baked good. Oh. My favorite baked good. I mean, it, it, just a good old fashioned cookie. I, I oh, you got to do better than that. Well, no. Here's the thing. There aren't many things better in my mind than what I make myself. That's fair. So, like, I that's fucking, awfully that's awfully narcissistic of you. It, no, it yeah. is. I really fucking love my snickerdoodles. You should. I really fucking love. The, the the cupcakes I make it's really good. Um, I made I made a, a chocolate cake, a layer cake with chocolate buttercream frosting, for I forget which game, but one of the Husker games. <laughs> <laughs> it was incredible. I know it was it was really incredible. Um, so I would say anything I make is the best stuff out there. All yeah. right, are we talking cookies, cake, pie? That's what I donuts. Rolls, pastries, croissants. Mm. We're getting into like non-sweet things because that's that's part of it too. Okay, um, Lacordier makes some really fucking good croissants. I don't know who it is that sets up outside Kincaider at the farmers market, <laughs> but their croissants are fucking amazing. They're they're out of Omaha. They're really good. Just pick a thing. Yeah, Mark. Just, just pick, pick something. Just that pick you a love. thing. All right, yeah, my snickerdoodles. Okay, snickerdoodles. <laughs> Your Snickerdoodles. My, my That's snickerdoodles. the best baked good yeah. ever. What do you do to your Snickerdoodles that no other place I does? I tell you that. Okay. All right. They are good. It's the love. They are good. Can't confirm. They are good. Urban Dictionary? Yeah. Yeah. What What is this that I So uh, it's just a, just a little little thing that we do. You might call At it the a end? bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Jake, pick a number between 1 and 30. Uh, 23. Number 23 tonight is Starburst. What do you think Urban Dictionary thinks Starburst is? Uh, I think. Yeah, go ahead. I think it's another name for the anus. Jake? Um, I feel like. Starburst, I was not thinking about anything provocative or sexual until... Mark brought that up. You Thank should. You. Uh, but no, no. But I mean, like, there's only a few things that come to mind when I think about bursting and uh, sexual innuendos. And stars. And stars. So that's what I'm going to go with. I think you know. So um, it's it's actually just a starburst. The normal starburst, the but candy. Just, like, just with a different definition. Okay. Uh, a fucktabulous candy okay. tastes almost as good as sex. But not quite. But not quite. Starburst so. is overrated. I agree with that. I don't Jake. think it deserves its own not, urban dictionary. Yeah, yeah, right. Starburst. You want me to pick, pick another, another number? Seventeen. <laughs> Turning Japanese. Hmm. I want to go to Japan. Hmm. Great, great country. You're out on China then. I'm out on China. <laughs> I like my Wi-Fi. Pro Hong Kong. I- Pro Hong Kong, 
Wow. Yeah. Oh. Don't tweet. Make sure you don't. <laughs> yeah. You might start an international war. <laughs> what a troll. Uh, <laughs> smart. <laughs> Turning Japanese. Mark, any guesses? That was a song, right? Turning <laughs> Japanese. Yeah. I didn't I know that. I think so. Uh, sure, the song. It's a reference to the song. Incorrect. It's masturbation. Ooh. Refers to the look oh, that some men get on their face <laughs> oh! at the time oh, of man. climax. <laughs> All right. That was a good one. Use in a sentence. <laughs> Guys sometimes turn Japanese when they watch pornos. Ah! I really Mark, think so. Pick a number one through three. <laughs> Two. Difficult, difficult, lemon, difficult. <laughs> I don't think I have a guess on that. Is it sexual? No. Oh. Does it involve cleaning? It's pretty... No, it, it does not. Um, the awkwardly worded antonym to easy peasy lemon squeezy, <laughs> difficult, difficult, lemon difficult, meant to express that something it's was hard. very difficultly yeah. done. Using a sentence, that claims process was difficult, difficult, lemon difficult. That's actually uh shouldn't I, it be hey, like, your challenge is to use that on your show tomorrow. Shouldn't it be like difficult, pivocult, lemon squiffical? Nope. No. Yeah, no, no, I, <laughs> I I thought that too. I make really good pain. And you have to have the syrup. I just buy like the great value stuff from Walmart. Yeah. And uh I haven't done that in years. I probably haven't had a pancake in really a decade. Oh, that's not true. What? Like you never woken up in the morning and been like, you know what? I I think I'm gonna go to Village Inn. I've always wanted them, but they've never been available. Village Inn. Village Inn has them available, I guess. I hope. But I, I never. I always Denny's. feel bad going to a place, and I don't go out to breakfast very much anymore. That's a great experience. Um, what about Swanky Brunch? Swanky Brunch. We talked, but they don't have pancakes at Swanky Brunch. That's true. They have salmon. I always feel bad when when going out to order breakfast because I. I don't get pancakes. You don't get pancakes at breakfast. You want the big old spread. You want the eggs. You want everything. That Maybe comes. a Belgian but waffle. Pancakes come with that. Yeah, I was just saying you can get it with it. You could. Like it. I, the I, best I, thing I can't remember the last time like, I had a pancake. No, the best thing about ordering breakfast at a place is they go, do you want a side of pancakes? That's true. I'm like, yeah, fuck yeah, and I I'm do. like, yeah, it's too much. I would rather just have, I would rather focus on this part of it. Happer, you strike me based on what you brought in for your meal and based on what you just said, <laughs> very much as a meat and potatoes kind of guy. Yes. Yeah. Just give me the meat and the carbs. That's right. But at the same time, this is a Mark, you know what I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't. You do. The. I, I don't really care just what I eat. Give me food. Yeah. I, what like, don't you like, Happer? I, n- not much. Yeah. I, I like mostly everything. So, Raisins, mushrooms, olives. Those, those are pretty good examples. I like mushrooms. Those are polarizing foods. I like mushrooms. I'm not a huge fan of olives, but if they're on a pizza, then they're on a pizza. It's fine. Um, peppers? Yeah, peppers. Fine with all that. Stuff. Onions? Onions. Love onions. Okay. Big onions guy. Okay. Uh, but just like whatever the restaurant decides that it wants to, you know, present to me, then you're gonna eat it. Yeah. However, it comes. I do appreciate that take, and I've actually taken that from you. Give me the food as you think it should be presented. Mm-hmm. That's and, good. And no, I will, that's a good I will take. eat that that's food. A good take. Yeah, absolutely. I don't want what I want. Is always what I say. I don't want what I want because if I wanted what I wanted, 
or if I got what I wanted, I would always have the same thing over and over and over. That's again. a great. No. So, so just give me something. That's the best take of the night. I don't want what I want. That's how I live my life. Yeah. Tell me what you want. Do you have a dream journal? Ooh, good question. I, There's multiple no. ways to end this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. This is good. We've added over the over the months and years. Uh, I don't think so. Followed you guys and will listen to your podcast because Yo Mr. Bogus was on. Excited who, to listen. Who is that? Uh, somebody named Jordan. Jordan. Guys, I still have fans from six years ago. Apparently. Which, uh, yeah. No, yeah. last game was. Oh, a- it's my cousin. That's bad. Last, <laughs> that's bad. last dream was about for uh, Jordan. Clayton Kershaw hitting a home run. So that's yeah, been still. a yeah. month now, at least. And Jake, what do you dream about? What do I dream about? Yeah. I can't remember the last dream I had. Really? Yeah. That's why you uh, but, started Dream Journal. No, you're right. I, I should. I'm the kind of person that like I will. I'll have a dream. Um, I'll remember it for about the first ten minutes. I'm awake and totally forget about it the rest of my day. Um, and I'm guessing much like you, I have bizarre dreams. Just uh, things that are deep in the subconscious. Not dirty dreams. I'm just saying like things that are bizarre. Yeah. It's you just the same way. Things that don't make any sense. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And That's I love why you that. have a dream journal. I need to start one. You write them down. They're super weird. Yeah. And it's even weird to say them back. Yeah. Even weirder. My most, well, Mark, well, preface this. Mark has really normal dreams. Really? And he's doing very mundane things. Oftentimes. Yeah. That's like a horror movie. Oh, the worst. It's the worst. Like, I'm on this allergy medicine and I I, kind of like go on and off of it. Yeah. But anytime I go back on. I have the most mundane dreams in the world. Like, it's just like I come to work and I sat there and I worked and then I went home. That's my dream. That's your dream? That's the worst. Your life sucks, no, man. That's terrible. You should never uh, go to sleep. Ooh, the, this one's different. <laughs> the next one in line, it, it says Power Rank Gardens. One, orchards. Okay. Two. This is a dream? That's what it says. Bee farms. Okay. Three, nuts. Orchards number one. Orchards number one. Bee that time of year. Number two and nuts number three. It is as I've heard. Hashtag apple picking season. Mm. Yes. I haven't picked an apple before. Hey Happer, uh, random question before mm-hmm. we get out of here. Sorry, are you trying to end this podcast, Mark? No, nah. you don't care. Did really you want don't. to analyze that at all? No, I don't remember it. <laughs> There's nothing to analyze. <laughs> How much fucking rock? <laughs> How much easier? Not no easier is not the correct term. How much uh, better is it to do a three-hour show than a four-hour show? Much, so much better. <laughs> very, right? very much. Right? Yes. So when yes. I hear about those, and cats, I'm even on yeah. the air for the other hour. Yeah, it's so much better. Yeah. So those those cats at 1620 that do the four-hour shows. Every time I see they change their lineup, I'm like, fuck four hours. Four hours is brutal. I don't know why. But you're right. It just makes the biggest difference. Noticeable difference with yes. you and Snow when I listen on my drive home. If I if if I'm tuning into you guys when you guys were four hours, I was like, what the fuck are these guys talking about? We're just gas. Yeah. <laughs> but then when you have three hours, it's like, oh, we have stuff to talk about today. Yeah. And it's amazing. Anytime we want to squeeze something in, like, I'm sorry, there's no room. Yeah. There's no and room that's for, okay. for that thing in this show. Yeah. Where before it's like, yeah, sure. Squeeze it in. Rico, plenty of time. Rico's got to have better uh, what's in the box picks. Yeah. He, <laughs> he had Boondock Saints today. It was pretty good. I didn't listen. It was good. That's good. 
That's it. That's one that people know. He's had mostly weird Rico movies. Yeah. I saw Rico at Target one day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he works there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he obviously has no idea who I am. But I saw his name tag, and I was like, this has to be him. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's it. Does his name tag say Rico? It does. Wow. I think. Surprise. I am, too. What's Usually, his real first name? Enrique. Oh. Maybe it did say that. <laughs> I don't know. But it, I could hear his voice. He was talking to another coworker. Yeah. yeah. And uh, is he, he here just for the afternoons? Mm-hmm. Who, he, who's the morning intern? Uh, Chase. Okay. Switches, switches semesterly, but Chase right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about Siza and Stevens? Do they have one? They do not. It's more of a combination Mark. of Mark and me, Yeah, I guess. Okay. Whoever's around. Mm-hmm. Mostly Mark. Yeah. Also Connor. Okay. <laughs> Are we going to win this weekend? Connor and I will both be there. <sighs> You're going to Minneapolis. Yeah. Underrated skyline, underrated city. Oh, I love Minneapolis. It's I was great. so excited for this fucking trip. Now you're not? And now the weather is going to be dick. That's going to be fun, man. Yeah, it'll be fun. They serve beer there. They do. Yeah, I'm excited about that. But it'll be too cold. I, oh, I got an alert while we were doing this podcast that ticket prices have dropped below 50 bucks. Yeah, that's not surprising. It's exciting for me. I haven't bought tickets yet. Yeah, but mine are early from, from the actual like university. So just we're locked into that sucker. But no, it's good. I'll, we'll have fun. We'll be there. You going to bring back beer for the pod? Or uh, now that you're a patron, is that enough? It's 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 possible if I if I think about it. If I pack the cooler. Okay. If I have to pack the cooler. Okay. All right. Well, this is it. Guys, thanks for listening to Three Beers Later. Uh, if you liked what you heard, go to threebeerslater.com. Hit the subscribe tab. Uh, hit subscribe on Google Play or on iTunes uh, so you get us every week. You can probably get notifications on your phone when we do new podcasts. I don't know if that's true or not, but maybe. You could if you want. Yeah, sure. Um, also, follow along on all of our trolling exploits on Twitter, at Connor Happer, at Yo Mr. Bogus. That's M-R, not M-I-S-T-E-R. He's a troll. Yo, He's M-R a troll. <laughs> He's such a troll. He's the worst. Uh, you'll get really mad at him. It'll be great. You'll actually want to keep following him because of the emotions that he elicits from you. Uh, Those are real feelings you're feeling. At Mark's voice as well. Real feelings are, are so rare in today's world that yeah. you'll, you'll, you'll want to cling on to it. Uh, follow the podcast at three beers later with the word three. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the number three beers later. It's really confusing. And if you really, really like what you hear and you want it to keep going in the future, go to patreon.com slash three BL. Give us some money. Yeah. That's the best way to show us you like us Light is with it up. your wallet. Light it up. Pay us. Pay us. Time to pay us. God damn it. We've been doing this for two years. I'm sick of you silent listeners out there just not doing anything. God damn it. Also, time is uh, money, and they have put in more than 300 hours on this podcast. Maybe true. Uh, And episode 100 is coming up. It's on October 30th. We had a five-hour podcast once. I'm going to bake some shit. Connor will probably be there. Yeah, what do you think I should bring? I don't know. Beer. Just Just my presence. Yourself would be... An improvement over the beer tour. So. I, I will be there. Perfect. <laughs> what I like to hear. 6.30, Wide Own Brewing, October 30th. Put it on your calendars and be there. Jake, thanks for coming. Yeah. Jake, this is great. Hey, this is a lot of fun. I love it. It was good. I know you guys didn't want a bunch of Husker talk, so uh, I, I apologize for that. But it We're was editing out the, the last two-thirds of this podcast. Sounds we have it, yeah. almost every single podcast talked about the Huskers, and sometimes in depth. So it's okay. fine. Good. Goodbye. Love the show. Listen to the ticket as well. Yeah, yeah. Day job.